Live on SEN Track, Southwest Gippsland 91.3 FM. You're listening to the West Gippsland Football Netball Competition Match of the Day. Hello and welcome to the West Gippsland Football Netball Club Fairhaven Homes Match of the Round today as we're located in the Alex Scotland Staff Commentary Box. The Kilcunda Bass Reserves just defeated Dalston in the second 7-13-55 to 5-2-32 on the Alex Scotland Scarf Staff to sell your livestock or sell your home scoreboard. West Gippsland Football and SEN of course brought to you by Harvey Norman. One thaggy for all your computer and electrical needs. Brad Sinclair joins me as the ANZAC service is beginning in the, or just before the pregame, a 2.30 start today, Brad. Yeah, they might have had a little bit of trouble with the PA. Um, we've got some video of that on the socials. Hey, I've got to say, uh, Dylan, good afternoon. And uh, in our pregame show, Saturdays in Gippsland, I said um, that uh, AFL Victoria decided on the four-man interchange, not the three. I, I was wrong. What I meant to say was that West Gippsland decided on the four-man interchange instead of three, but it's got to be... It would be AFL Victoria's decision, I would imagine, that they haven't lifted the points, I would have thought, because I would think that the points should have been lifted from that as they come out of the the Ode. And um, it's going to be a big day. We spoke to Lee Rowe in the uh, Saturdays in Gippsland show that perfect day for footy. Dylan, there is not a breath of wind. There's cloud cover, which is great. It's about 18 degrees currently. And as I said, not a breath of wind. The, f- the ground is in absolutely terrific condition. And I'm looking forward to this one because uh, there's a lot of wraps on both sides. And as we said in the pregame that... Uh, Kilcunda Bass ran Turret and Dalmore last week to 21 points. They did. They did. Either captain look... Well, they both look up and about. Braden Duvet for Daleston and Jake Waitman, the brother of Cody Waitman for Kilcunder Bass. I said this last year about William Papley when he was playing for Bunyip, but just the mannerisms of the brothers, they're the exact same in a way. Jake Waitman looks like a mirror image of Cody, who played well last night. He did, and uh, he's going to take mark of the year one day, that young fella, uh, Cody Waitman. So look forward to see if he plays similar. He's, uh, they say he's going to line up off over that wing area. Uh, might even go through half forward and through the midfield at some stage. So looking forward to that. And the big thing, as we spoke about in the pregame, about where their goal's going to come from for Killy Bass because they lose uh, Taylor Gibson. He'd come out and Robbie Taylor comes in. And we reckon Dean McRae will start forward. He started back last week and then went forward. But uh, number 44 is the one we're talking about. Ballas EJ, watch him today for Kilcunder Bass. Hopefully he can snag a few. And they've got uh, Derayo, they've got Stewart and Benson up forward at times. So they'll be okay. And the one that we uh, really look forward to watch today in the ruck is Dale Gawley. What a player. And just on Cody Waitman, quickly, hope he didn't use all his luck in 2021 when he sat on Big Max's Ga- Max Gorn's head. That wasn't allocated as mark of the year. But yes, Dale Gawley, as we spoke about in the pregame show, if not the best ruckman in the league, him and Cam Pedersen matching up as one and two. Cam Pedersen, of course, for Phillip Island. And Dale Gawley will be a prominent part of their efforts today if they can stave off Daleston. Braden Duvet, the captain for Daleston, Brad, and he's played 256 games. Glenn Gary, Trelgan, Gormandale, Yinner, Wonthaggy, Morwell, and now Daleston this year. 
He's been around. He's a bit of a journeyman. And the other one I look forward to, Kilcunda Bass, is Brad Aldwell. I called him out in the Allenbank League last year at Lang Lang, where he was playing out there. So he comes across to uh, Kilcunda Bass. Both sides have a lot of players from Wonthaggy. So, and uh, Lee Rowe obviously has coached Wonthaggy. So that's going to be interesting. And the Cartmore boys get to play with each other today. Trent made his debut last week and he's only 16. Leighton is back into the side today. He'll probably play through the wing and played quite a bit of seniors last year and he's had an interrupted pre-season this year with injuries. So really looking forward to that and the passion and the excitement that was in Lee Rowe's voice about these kids. That's what you want to see in a coach. Yes, it is. Didn't he speak so highly about them all? He said, if we need to, we'll pick him out the reserves. We know the talent's there, and we're more than happy to give them a shot in the seniors. So 2.30 start today, 2.05 at the moment, still 25 minutes, but we've discussed all the games today and in the Allen Bank League as well, Trafalgar and Catani. That's on 91.9. That's where Wiz and Rob will be at. Trafalgar should win pretty comfortably there. You would think so, um, but they they uh, they weren't that convincing last week, beating Neil Madanum that hasn't won a game in a long time. They only got over him by five points. Uh, but it is at home, and Trafalgar is a massive big ground. It's the biggest ground in that competition by a fair way. And Katani go across there from a tiny little postage stamp ground. Yes. Going to be tough for him. I think uh, Trafalgar will get the chocolates on our other SEN track game. And our good friends, Wizza, Ian Doherty uh, and uh, Rob Goodwin out there. Uh, have a good day. Yes, so the weather's holding off at the moment. It's quite overcast. But as you said, the perfect day for footy. Wind is limited. And it usually does tend to swirl around, I've noticed, from being here at Kilcunda a couple of times. Uh, I've coached here. I've called footy here. Never played here, but... And you're right. It uh, it can blow a gale out here, so we're lucky. At the moment, it can change quite quickly. And umpires today, looking forward to this. Umpires, we like to get the umpires' names out there, and we know they do too. Darren Winning, Tom Harris, and Peter Hogan, the veteran who also umpired the reserves game. Now, I've got a question here. Why did Peter Hogan coach the reserves game? He's the oldest out of these three umpires. (laughs) Darren Winning and Tom Harris are walking around eating hot dogs and drinking coffee. And old Peter Hogan's running around in the Magoos. (laughs) He did last week's game as well. He did. He did. And he he looks very fit, uh, does Peter Hogan. And I, I reckon he'd be every part of... Oh, gee, I don't like guessing people's ages, but, <laughs> I mean, I you reckon... You set yourself up here now. Yeah, he'd be early 60s. I'd say. Yeah, I reckon he'd be early 60s, and he's a very fit early 60s. I mean, I'm 59, and uh, he puts me to shame. Absolute <laughs> shame. And he's done a he's done a very good job in the early game, and as you said, we, we had him last week out of Bunyip, didn't we? And have a look at Waitman, and you're right, he's a spitting image of his brother as he, he comes in to toss the coin. And he'll toss the coin with, with Braden Duvet. And he's going to be easier to spot with the big, uh, bald Richard Cranium <laughs> out in the middle. As we wait for the coin toss in a moment. And Dale Gawley with Nathan Foote in the 2022 Team of the Year. Wow. So they were selected for that sign. Daleston didn't have anyone named, but at least Dale Gawley and Nathan Foote, they held Kilcarna Bass up by ninth last season, but it doesn't seem as poor as it did as... Jake Waitman kicks, will kick to the right of your radio dial for the first quarter and Kilcunder Bass. But 
seven and eleven last year, as we spoke of, that middle order was highly competitive. Yeah, it was. And, and look, I, I haven't seen foot play yet. Um, I didn't because I didn't cover. The, oh, I covered a couple of games, but I didn't cover uh, Killy Bass last year. So I'm really interested in seeing him play. There's huge wraps on foot, and they reckon he can really go in the middle. So he'll be a beauty to watch today as, well, Jake Waitman. And, and I know we get caught, oh, I get caught up anyway in siblings and so forth. But I always like to see how the brother of goes uh, when yeah. I watch uh, some country footy. So it'll be interesting. And just, he's a spitting image of the brother. Yeah. And we can say that Sammy Watson got through the game unscathed in the reserves game. We will have a chat to him for our socials on, uh, on, uh, half, at half time. Yes, and Jake Waitman will have to punish on the Alex Scotland staff scoreboard to tell you, sell your livestock or sell your home. Not long before we're underway here. Do you think it might start a little early? The umpires already are heading towards the middle. They said 2.30. Tony 2.10. Um, and they have said that it'll start at 2.30, but we got caught out last week, didn't we? At least We did. We've finished our Saturdays in Gippsland show, so if they start, it's okay. But uh, it does it can upset the rest of programming for the day when this happens. But it, you're right, it's going to start early. There's no doubt about it. Hey, the other ones to look uh, look out for today is Jaden G's first year mm-hmm. at uh, Killy Bass, um, big bodied midfielder. He come across from the Basin in the Eastern Football League, which is a very different type game out there it's it is about the heavy bodies uh, around the heavier grounds and quite often smaller grounds so it'd be interesting to see how he goes on the probably i'd call this the more faster open footy and for dalston 10 ins this season four of which were from one thaggy do they we had tyson adrigetto who's not playing today cooper smith and mitch davy a couple of forwards a midfielder and a defender there Sean Silver's not playing today. He's from Tarwin. Mitch Hewitson comes across from Inverloch. Hayden McLean from Mitcham. Braden Bowes from Sylvan. Mitch Hallahan, of course, from Sorrento. Will Clark from Baruga. And then the key outs, they also lost plenty of players. Clay Tate, who was notable last season. Matt Howell, Jack Murray, Jack Paravicini. The list really does continue, but quite a contrast from their list last season. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who plays in the ruck for Dalston. Um, because Gawley, as we know, we've spoken about a great player. Do they play store there? They reckon Clark can play in there. So I'm really interested to see who starts in the ruck for them, and I reckon it's going to be someone in a jumper that is uh, not listed on our paperwork, and I just love this, Dylan, (laughs) when they uh, like to do this to us. I don't know why or how. We've got an unlisted player, and he's going to play in the ruck, and he's wearing 28. 28. Uh, which is not listed in the record. Uh, how hard is it? It's not that hard, really. So that, that'll be interesting. Duvet's lining up in the middle. Uh, he'll play alongside Jaden G. I'd reckon they'll go to each other in the middle, the bigger bodies. And we definitely are ready to start much earlier than expected. It's 2.11 at the moment. 19 minutes before... See if we can try and get that number 28. Yeah. (laughs) 
Ball in the middle. Up it goes. Gawley wins the tap, feeds it out. They're coming out now through the agency of McKenzie. He overruns it, gets a kicking in danger free kick for the Panthers. He'll take that free kick on centre wing position in front of Curtis Murphy. So McKenzie on the right foot, up towards centre half forward. High ball, punched out over the back. Duvet has the ball. He'll extract the ball out to the other side. He was looking for Lewis Armstrong, and the ball goes out over his head. Then he lays the tackle. Umpire calls play on. Waitman on the left foot, up towards the goal square. High ball, just pushing his man out of the way and taking the mark was Dario. And he'll have a shot on goal. He's only oh, eight metres out. He's on a slight angle. But uh, he probably will open that up. Dario, in he comes. He goes around to the outside, as I thought. Goes for the snap kick round the corner. And he's got the first for the day. So the Panthers are away. Anthony Dario gets there first. And just a good start for the Panthers. So the Panthers with the early goal. One straight six. Daleston yet to score. And we will find the number 28 eventually. But we're back in the middle. Crowd noise comes to a halt at the moment. Goalie in the ruck able to tap it down. And they get the clearance out of the midfield to Kilcunder Bass. But the Magpies in defence have got the numbers. And now they're all swarming towards the ball in the middle. Duvet picks it up. Hand pass is slightly turned over. Duvet makes amends with a strong tackle in. We'll have a ball up on the wing. Another ball up, centre wing. Clark with the tap down, as we've just found out. Foot hand passing off to his teammate, who lodged one out to the wing. It'll bounce in front of the Panther, who locates it, trucks it down. Slung out of bounds was Leighton Cartmel. We'll have a boundary throw in. So we did think that Clark would start in the ruck. And he has. But in the 28, not the five, five yes. that we were told. So, ball in. Clark wins it. He's held. He'll take... No, it's off the ball and it'll go to the Daleston Magpies. It'll be Curtis Murphy. Not hard to miss. He looks a bit like Dane Swan. <laughs> As Murphy drives it up. Gawley backs back. Packer players. Comes off the hands. or taken high. It'll be a... Magpie free kick for the Dalston side and it'll be Mason Storr. He started at centre-half forward, left footer. No one on the mark, so he decides to play on. Sits it up high. Oh, just uh, a lot of players around that, but uh, Killy Bass able to just back back and I reckon that might have been the big fella in McRae, is it? Goes to the opposite side of the ground. Looks for his teammate in G. He can't take the mark. Feeds it out to Waitman. Waitman now. Hands off. They'll go up towards half forward. Go inside. 50 now from McRae. Handball's off. Towards the goal square. Taking a nice easy mark. And that's our boy, Ballas DJ. Takes the mark in the goal square and just toe pokes it straight through the middle. He has his first for the day. And I might have said... 
Dill, that he'll get between four and seven for the afternoon. <laughs> and that's the first one on, the uh, second one on the scoreboard for the Kilcunderbass side. And it's all thanks to Alex Scott and staff to sell your livestock or sell your home. Get in contact with them today. So, good start for the Panthers. And they turn defence into attack pretty quick from that back half. They go on to two straight 12. And Dalston yet to score. Off to the perfect start. ZJ, he is your man, Brad. I like him. One goal early. It's two straight, 12. Dalston yet to score. The home side turning up the heat early on. Anthony Dario and Bella ZJ with the goals for Kilcunder Bass. Ball up in the centre. Clark to jump high. Gawley went a little higher. Duvet bobbled it around and couldn't have it within his clutches. But Gawley backs up. Has Mackenzie's support. And now at the wing, just a little elusive there, the footy for the moment. Now charging through for Dalston as Hewitson. He was caught in a strong tackle. And Kilcunder Bass returned to the wing. Leighton Cartmel props one up to half forward, juggling to take the mark. Successfully in the end, right on the arc of 50 is Dario. who did kick the opener, and now he centres it to a better position. And the mark is taken at the end of the chain. And he'll line up from about 35 metres out, directly in front. Shouldn't have too many problems with this kick. They've started well. Only gone five and a half minutes, and this could be the third without Dalston scoring. So, have a shot on goal. Just lays back, does McRae, sits it straight through the middle, and there's their third. Well, this is uh, an ominous start. Big Dean McRae, 6'6", six, six, Leroy tells us, so he's going to be hard to combat up there in the goal square. And they go into three straight 18. They lead Dalston yet to score. It's all thanks to Alex Scott and staff to sell your livestock or sell your home. Get in touch with them today. Here at the Bass Recreation Reserve for the West Gippie Fairhaven Homes match of the round. Back in the centre, six and a half minutes into this opening quarter. Three straight, Kilcunder Bass. Dalston yet to score as umpire Peter Hogan will have his turn to throw it up. And now he does. Murphy against Gawley. Gawley got the initial tap and then squirted out to Murphy again who kicked one forward it was a dinky little kick and juggling it taking it out of congestion Scott who hand passes forward to Gawley who now tracks it into the 50 a little wide for McRae and he'll watch it out of bounds and we'll have a boundary throw in about 30 metres out from goal just watching them press up really strongly the Kilcunderbass side when they get their ball inside 50 guys like Ben Eddy that played in their 2012 premiership is the director back there and he's letting them know where to go as Clark wins that tap, goes forward. G, the ex-Basin boy to Waitman, flicks it back out. High ball inside now. ZJ's there, so is Dario. ZJ, here's the man. The umpire's pulled a free kick, has a snap, tries to get the advantage. The umpire, Peter Hogan, says no. They're going to come back. So... They're going to get another shot at this, and this time it's going to be Trent Cartmel. So, Trent Cartmel, there's a couple of 
changes going on everywhere here. We've had three different team sheets, and Cartmel comes in, but he's missed that to the near side, and only a behind. No, taken in from full back. The Magpies. Couple of changes. Ben Lewis in for Kilcunder. Number 32. Duvet in the back pocket. Sends it down the wing. Coming in from the side. Did really well to take the mark. Did the big ruckman, William Clark. And now he's hoping to unlock some other options through the middle. Lewis, the man we just spoke of, number 32. Has the footy dislodged for a moment. Waitman gathers it under his control. And now he's away. The speedster on the non-customary left foot to half forward. Dario juggled it. He was tackled as he released it just five metres further forward. And now he'll have it again. This time he gets some more purchase on it. Into the 50. Obstructed legally, said the umpire, was McRae. And we'll have a ball up 35 out from the Panthers' goal. So Max Connell is wearing the five that we sh thought that uh, William Clark was in. He goes to 28. As Dalston make their way out to the wing. Mark taken by Mason Storr. Storr will steer one out wide. A strong attempt. And the mark has been paid to Braden Bowes. 65 out from the Magpies goal. This is their real good look. Their first real good look at the 50. Juggled mark in the end, dropped and then slung around in the tackle. Maybe a bit of exaggeration from Nathan Foote, but he receives the free kick and half back. Foote. They lead by 19 points. Nine and a half gone, first quarter. Thanks to Harvey Norman, one faggy. For all your computer and electrical needs, goes high. It's punched forward that time by that man, Ben Lewis, and... Roved really well by Max Connell. Gets it up towards half forward. Comes off the hands of the pack. Hurry kick off the ground by Murphitt. Didn't go far. Umpire blows a whistle and says, you're not going anywhere. I'll toss that in the air. And we're just outside 50 for Dalston. They've only entered that 50 once in the first 10 minutes of this first quarter. And there goes the second through Murphitt. Gets around one. Gets around two. Let's go with a spiral. And kicks the goal. Curtis Murphy gets there first for the afternoon. What a goal it was. That's a oh. hopeful kick, but it works. Terrific goal. It's one way to begin the scoring for your side. Three goals against them. And they finally begin with one. So he stepped through a couple, tossed it onto the foot. The perfect torpedo, Brad. Certainly was. Just... Uh there's nothing of him. I said he looked like a bit like Dane Swan, but he, in height-wise, he's probably only about five foot six. <laughs> Super goal. Back in the middle. 11 minutes through this first quarter. 3-1 plays one straight. On your Alex Scott scoreboard and Dalston. They'll turn inside again. Clark, the ruckman, edged one forward, diving on top into the, into the 50. Clay... Looking to escape defence, and he does. And he kicks perfectly to McKenzie. He can settle it down to Benson at the half-back position. And now to the wing. Mark taken by Leighton Cartmel. He's had plenty of it early. An appetite early for the footy. Clark backing with courage, and he's taken the mark. He'll give it off to Murphy. He just did kick the goal, and he'll poke one to the wing. It's a dangerous kick, but Lachlan Scott makes it work. Murphy 
Rather Clark into the centre. Taken away. Benson. Hand passes off to Clay. And that hand pass a little indiscriminate, but he'll fetch it again. And then tap it over the line and we'll have a boundary throw in. That centre wing right in front of you know, Alex Scott and staff commentary box. So it'll be Gawley and Clark to do battle. Doing a good job, Clark, at the moment against the much more fancied Gawley. And he wins that one. Feeds it quickly to Hallahan. Gives it off. Gets it back, Hallahan. The solid boy. Feeds it off again to Connell. Connell now up towards half forward. They look like they've settled a bit now to Daleston. It's going to come out through the big fella. Up back there in Eddie, Ben Eddie. They'll go forward now. High kick from Crawford towards centre-half forward. ZJ falls over. He could get it back here. Gawley does well. Goes in, collects it. Oh, the umpire said throw. So the free kick will go to Daleston. And the recipient of that will be Jackson Fernie. Feeds it off quickly to Smith. Cooper Smith now. High ball out towards the wing. Bad bounce. Comes back to Waitman. He's quickly tackled by Barry. Feeds it off. Another chance here. High ball. Goes up towards McRae and he takes the mark right on the chalk. Has someone short in Benson if he wants him. Ignores him. Goes to the high ball. Gets out over the back. Here he is. ZJ. Does he keep it in? The boundary umpire says no. We'll have a boundary throw in the left forward pocket for the Panthers. 13 and a half gone. 19 plays six. The Panthers lead. In block, Kongwak also lead Phillip Island 3-1. Phillip Island yet to score. Wow. Ball up inside the 50. Garfield also lead Bunyip by 10 points early. McKenzie had a teammate at closer proximity who was wrapped up. It was Lachlan Burns, and it's holding the ball. It'll be the Magpies in defence. Paid a 50. And a 52 for Cooper Because he put the ball on the ground, the Panthers player, and said, pick it up yourself. And Hallahan gets 50, and he's in the centre of the ground now. So it's, it's Miss Hewitson to take the kick. To half forward, a big fly from the back, couldn't quite clunk it, and now it's at ground level and it's locked away. Definitely not able to gather anybody there, so. He's a big boy, Hallahan. Was Hallahan, rather. Isn't he a big boy across the chest? So it nearly comes out to him. Hurry, kick forward. That was Braden Bowes towards the boundary, right under the scoreboard that says. Kilcunda Bass 3-1-19. Lead Darlston one straight six. 14 and a half gone. First quarter. It's all thanks to Alex Scott and staff to sell your livestock or sell your home. Get in contact with them today. They're never asleep. It comes back into play. They work this out through foot. Handball's off and teammates tackled. And Peter Hogan circles the umpire and says, I'll ball that up. The Dalston players trying. Oh, no, he has pulled a free kick. He has. And it will go to Dalston. They're on that outer side, just outside 50, right on the boundary line. And it's Murphy again. He's already kicked one, but he squares this up, finds a teammate in Ireland. Lucky Island. Now, goes towards. Oh, that's in the back. Got to be paid, and it is. It was against the boy there for Dalston in Wallace. So the Panthers go up to half back. Out of side in front of the changing rooms. Short, inboard. Finds a teammate in mock. Quickly plays on, switches it to Eddie. Has Gawley if he wants him wider. Ignores that. Decides to go up high towards centre-half forward to McRae. It's punched away from him. 
It comes out to Cartmel. That's Leighton. Probably holding the ball. Ends up in the hands of Duvet for the Magpies. Gets a 1-2. Then he's going to switch this to the outer side. Dangerous kick, but he finds his teammate in Ireland. Ireland. Prods one to his teammate, Hallahan. To the wing, Murphitt. The lone goal scorer for Daleston and into the centre. It was risk written all over it, but can pay dividends for Armstrong. Spirals one into the 50. It was a one-on-one, and he had to wait for the ball. And now turning around, snapping is Blake Carew, who's been a soldier for so long for the Magpies. And he kicks their second of the afternoon. Yeah, great player, isn't he, Blake Carew? He's been around a long time, the veteran. They tell me he's had an absolute corker of a pre-season. So expect some big things from him this year. They look good now. They, they've settled the Magpies. They go on to two straight 12. They trail by seven points. Kilcunderbass 3-1-19. We've gone nearly 17 minutes into the first quarter. So they just have settled now, Dell And they all the scoring and ball use was Kilcunderbass early in this quarter. So they've got back on level kill now. They have. They have Curtis Murphy and Blake Carew, both high-quality goals, mind you. Up it goes. Gawley, beautiful tap out the back to his teammate Nordwell. He's all wrapped up, the ex-Lang Lang Tiger. And the umpire will throw this up again. Up it goes. Gawley, beaten that time, but the umpire's pulled a free kick and Orchard Moore's in the ruck, and he's given away a free kick this time for the Magpies, and Gawley will take the free kick. Gets onto that left foot. It's a beautiful left foot, too. Goes wide of McRae. Gets a bad bounce, so able for the defender to knock that forward towards Cooper Smith. He takes a bounce. Runs through his space in front of him. Goes for the one-two. Misses him. All wrapped up. Good tackle, though, in the end by Davey. And the umpire's paid that, and Davey, Mitch Davey will take the free kick. For the Magpies out of wing. Davey. And now on the overlap. He's got the captain who shanks the kick into the middle. Now here is Duvet who just jumps on his opponent in the centre of the ground. It was Cooper Smith who kicked it. Duvet on the receiving end. Gawley in the ruck now. Tapped down by Orchard Moore in the path of Duvet who's illegally held. And advantage is taken for Daleston. Hallahan, he's off into the 50. Interesting choice in the pocket. McRae tried to make it work. In fact, it's Bose who slaps it. Wayne Harmstyle back into play. Carew swinging around, and now his teammate tucked oh! up against the boundary oh! line. Impossible, but possible for him. Braden Bose, innovative and exceptional. Wow. The three goals that they've got have all been top-class goals. And uh, they are back in it now. They only trail by a point. They give up the first three, and they've kicked the next three. Three straight 18, Darlston. Three, one, 19, Kilcunderbass. We're going 19 minutes into this first quarter. So... Back in the middle, Clark and Gawley. Gawley's just stepped up this last few minutes. Up it goes. Gawley wins that tap. Goes out towards G, but Clark goes back in after it for the Magpies. Goes up towards the wing. Just a hurry kick. Well, we got a nudge there. And 
did the Darlston player. I thought he might have got a free kick in Cooper Smith from G, but not paid. And we'll have a boundary throw in on the centre wing position right near the Alex Scott and staff commentary box in front of the coach's box of Darlston. And the free kick has gone against Gawley. It'll go to Clark. Clark quickly gives it off to Murphy. Once his right foot gets it, high ball, Ben Eddy. He's got his name written all over it, but it carried over the back. Bowes goes in after it, and it beats him out over the line. We'll have a boundary throw in. Port Adelaide lead West Coast 4-4 to 2-4 in the second quarter. At the Adelaide Oval, we'll get a couple of Allen Bank scores for you. Just in a second, throw in 20 metres out from the Magpies' goal. They've cut the margin to a single point, but having other ideas for Kilcunder is all dwell. On the left, out to open space, motoring onto it. First up is the Magpie, who's able to pick it up. Armstrong tackled as he got rid of it. Duve, worn like a glove by Aldwell, who swings back into play, receives it via the 1-2 from G. And now Foot is also included in the play, and he'll turn to go where they initially were after the wing. And roaming it cleanly, mind you, is ZJ. Turns inside, drops it off to half-forward. Elusive Cartmel, the backwards hand pass, and now a bump, which was seen as a free kick. Benson with the helmet on. Advantage is taken from a standing start. A chip one inside. A one-on-one -on -one in the pocket. CJ back into the hands of Cartmel, who tosses it up, and the mark is taken by Goalie directly in front from Gelf. Anthony Dario, or Dario rather, to have the shot. They need a bit of balance, do the Panthers. They kicked three straight early on. The Magpies responded with three, and Anthony Dario puts a stop to that. He's got his second, and the margin has inflated back up to seven. Good game of footy. It's um, been very good. We've got uh, seven goals kicked in this first quarter. 4-1-25, the Panthers, and three straight 18 Dalston into time on in this first quarter. All thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. Hot deals on a huge range just up the road from where we are. Over 22 minutes gone in the opening stanza as it'll be Darren Winning, the umpire, that will put this in the air. And McRae's gone into the ruck now for the Panthers. It's won by Clark. Comes out towards G. In fact, it's foot. Benson goes in after it. Ball goes to ground. Number of players just jump on it. And the umpire says, give it to me as Duvet picks himself up off the ground. Near him south, leading Poo on 4-2, 26-5 behinds. Yeah, that's to be expected as Duvet goes inside 50, but... It's all mock for the Panthers. He feeds it off. They'll go up towards the wing. Gee, this boy's been good, hasn't he? In his in the early parts of this quarter is Leighton Cartmel. Goes forward looking for Dario. And Waitman's in there. It's flicked out to the side. Hurry kick up the line for the Magpies by West. Ends up in the hands of Wallace. Wallace feeds it out. West's going to get it back, but he drops it. It's right on the boundary line. Stays in play. A lot of players around this, and in the end, they're happy to take it over. Is Darcy Clay for the bass? And Darcy Clay hasn't got far to go 
tonight after a few beers, a few frothies. He lives on the house in the grounds. Right. There you go. It is the home side by seven points. Ball in and now taking it into the 50 for Daleston. Hayden Wallace getting a target. Good mark. And Jesse Orchard Moore who's led up to the football. He's a big boy, isn't he? Convincing lead, and that's why they looked for him. There's a couple of big boys here, but he might be the biggest. <laughs> Jesse Orchard Moore, inexperienced big man, and the kick probably did suggest that a little bit. It's out in the full. Well, we were told that he might play a little bit of ruck throughout the day, which he is doing as a substitute for William Clark. And the ball has to be retrieved. Country footy. Ah, yes, and uh, in amongst the cars and <laughs> under the cars. Not like the AFL, they tuck the footy under the jumper and run home with it. Exactly it's right. Mock brings the ball back into play, goes up towards McRae, and it comes out over the back. Eddie wins it, ridden in the ground by Orchard Moore, not paid. They quickly go through Bowes. Gets it up towards Duvet, and he just wrestles. Bowes gets it back with an underground right foot grubber. Duvet's in there again. Now it's just in the arms of the big fella in Hallahan, and he's wrapped up, and we'll have a bounce down 30 out from the Magpies' goal. We've gone 25 minutes into this first quarter, and the Panthers enjoy a seven-point lead. Seesawing contest in the 50. Almost held it out at was the Magpie who will receive the free kick, and it's where Jesse Orchard Moore was positioned before, and this time, don't think he'd play on. He'll take the set shot, and if he kicks it, the margin will be back to a point. Blake Carew. Mm, he'll kick this. Already has one to his name. The veteran of the club, arguably been their best player over the last uh, decade. Should never say that, Brad. Just missed it to the left. The commentator's curse continues mm. to live on. Brad. Uh, you'd think I'd learn, wouldn't you? <laughs> All those years of experience and you thought you might try it. <laughs> ben Eddy plays on, takes a bounce. Goes towards Gawley just inside the boundary. Takes the mark in between wing and half back. He's a beautiful left foot kick. Has McRae up the line, the big taller option. Goes towards him beautifully weighted kick for McRae. Should have taken the mark. Comes out over the back and there. Hands for Harris. Gets it to Duvet. Feeds it out the back again to Foon. Taken high. Oh, gee. Just uh, very, very high. And you can tell he's from the basin. That's the way they play there. They like it hard. Free kick goes to the Magpies in Barry. Goes up towards half forward. Eddie wins it. Feeds it back. Gives it to McKenzie. Up the line again. Good punch from behind for the Magpies by Foon. And finds the boundary line. We'll have a boundary throwing 60 metres around from the Kilcunda Bass goal. Jaden G hustling everywhere. Hands on his head at the moment. He's out of puff. We right around this contest as well. Boundary throw in on the arc of 50. Gawley maintained the best position. G lost it, fumbled it, but possibly by design because he laid the strong tackle on Hayden Wallace, who kept it moving, and eventually moved over the boundary line for another throw in. I can see some fireworks between Hallahan and Jaden G today. I reckon that's going to open up those two. And then it comes. Gets out over the back. There is Hallahan as he's tackled by G without it. So Hallahan will take the free kick. He's telling everyone just to slow down. He's on the half-back flank. They lead by a goal. 27 and a half goal in the first quarter. So they want 
the siren, no doubt. And he'll just go short up the line and find a teammate, Legione. Goes short again. Finds his mate in Wallace. So, right near the end of this first quarter here at the Bass Recreation Reserve. That It's been a good opening first quarter. Seven goals kicked and there is the siren. Kilcunder Bass with three early goals. Dario, ZJ and McRae. And then Dalson responded, all of which were quality goals. It was Curtis Murphy with a torpedo. Blake Carew with a snap from the boundary. Braden Bowes with a check side. He was hemmed in. And then Anthony Dario just steered the momentum back in the Panthers' favour. After one, it's 4-1-25 to 3-1-19 for the home side. But plenty to be positive about for either side. Don't go anywhere. It's West Kippsland football and SEN for Harvey Norman Wanthaggy. Hot deals on a huge range the second quarter just after this. One quarter down at Kilcunder Bass. And they lead it 4-1-25 to 3-1-19 against Dalston. It was a quarter of impetus. Three goals early for Kilcunder Bass. And then three goals on the reply for Dalston. Anthony Dario kicking his second to give them a six-point advantage heading in to the second quarter, Brad. Yeah, Dario has two. ZJ has one and McRae one. And for the Dalston side, Carew one, Bose one and Murphitt one. And... It's going to be a good game of footy by the looks of it. How about all the goals for Dalston? We had a torpedo from 50, a snap from a difficult angle for a right footer, and then a check side as well from, yeah. from Braden Bowes, Sammy it, Watson. It, it was, and uh, they just they jumped them three goals at the start, and after they got beat by 88 points last week, you would think uh, they could, could have gone into their shell and, and just gone away. And they didn't, and they stuck to their guns, the Magpies, and hence they're only a goal down at the change. So we said at the start of the game with Gibson out and where they're going to get their goals from, we thought Dario and ZJ might have been a couple. Well, they've proven us right, two Dario and one ZJ. So going to be interesting for the remainder part of the day. And he's moving pretty gingerly, old <laughs> Sammy Watson, and be interesting to see we get him at half-time for a chat. CJ on track for four, four to seven was Brad Sinclair's prediction before the game. I might have been a bit overzealous with the seven. <laughs> Carrying on with it. Well, if anyone can, it's Bella CJ as we wait for the green lights. Umpire Peter Hogan holds it in the air and ready to do battle. William Clark and Dale Gawley. Here we go. Second quarter proceeding. Murphy out of the ruck and now Daleston. A little pirouette from Hewitson, whose kick was smothered partially. He went with the second effort, but it's taken away by Benson. Slapped forward by Duvet, at least, on the back pedal in order to go forward. And now Murphys, who's already got one goal. Plenty of height in it to suit his forward. Store comes at it, throws a fist in the air. Foot repelling. Locked away for a moment. And in the congestion, we'll have a ball up 45 out from goal for Daleston. Clark's done well against... Gawley in the tap outs at least and he drops back into the middle now while Bose takes it with Gawley. Wasn't really won by any of them. Duvet gets it out on the left foot goes up towards the forward pocket diving handball from Wallace. Gets it out to Murphy. He's going to square this looking for Hallahan. Gawley does well. Punches it away and finds foot. He goes up the line to Benson out of wing. Gawley in 
board if he wants him, decides to go up the line. Safety kick, and he's missed everything. It's gone out of bounds on the full, and Clark for the Magpies will be the recipient of the free kick. Just goes short up the line. To teammate and Foon, quickly towards half forward. Bows, that's a good, strong mark. As he takes that in front of Scott. In towards the forward pocket. Comes off the hands of Carew. Hurry kick towards the hot spot, but that's marked by McKenzie for Bass. McKenzie hits it wide. Luckily, there was plenty of time for them to make it out unscathed. Kilcunder Bass at the wing. Over the head of Stewart, who now fights for it, as does Smith. Oh. Comes in hard at the footy and kicks it along the boundary line. Somehow managed to stay in. And now with some agility and dexterity, meant to play, picked it up. Back in the pack, foot putting the tackle on the big ruckman, William Clark. Tell you what, I just had a good look at Cooper Smith for Dalston. There's not a lot of him, but he is as hard as a cat's head around the shoulders and the biceps. He is really hard. And that hit that he laid on Stewart has some long-lasting effects, I think. At the wing, Dalston still have a G, giving it, giving it his all. Withstanding it, though, the Magpies at the wing. And the ball again in the pack will have another ball up at the wing. 4-1 to 3-1 on your Alex Scott and the staff scoreboard to sell your livestock or sell your home. West Gippsland football and SEN for Harvey Norman. One thaggy for all your computer and electrical needs. Duve juggled it. Jaden G. Ferocity is quite notable. He's still attacking it with pace. And a big tackle laid by Cooper Smith on Zach Stewart out of bounds. We'll have a boundary throw in. At the interchange benches as Darcy Clay comes on and meant to play. It comes off for a spell. Gawley to do battle with Clark. Clark double-handed. Duvet knocks it forward. It's going to be taken out by McKenzie, though. He feeds it back to his teammate in Scott. Has a player in board in mock. Goes to him. Goes up towards half forward towards Cartmel. Gets a nice bounce. Then feeds it off over the top. But there's no one really there. Waitman come in late. The Magpies through the agency of Foon. He's tackled and took too long to get rid of it. And Cartmel will take the free kick. And he might have give, pulled a 50 here. He has. No, he hasn't. No, no. Just Peter Hogan getting a little bit overzealous <laughs> with the whistle as Cartmel goes short. But... He's turned it over and he's put it straight down the throat of store for the Magpies. And I might have been a bit kind to umpire Peter Hogan saying early 60s. I reckon it might be late 60s. I've had a good look through the glasses as it goes up towards the wing. Umpire Peter Hogan in question. Done a magnificent job so far. The Magpies go up towards centre-half forward. I reckon that fell in the lap of Harris. He didn't know it was coming. They'll go forward now. High ball. One-on-one. -on -one. Well Use the body. Well did Hayden Wallace. And just pushed his opponent. Not illegally. Just nudged him underneath it. And he'll have a shot for goal. He's 45 metres out directly in front. And if he gets this, Dylan, this will be all squared up. Hayden Wallace said to be undersized if he's playing at full forward, but Gives it his all from 40 metres out. It will tie the score. It's Ugh. off to the right and helped on its way through for a behind. 
even amount of scoring shots. 4-1 to 3-2 on your Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard to sell your livestock or sell your home. Killy Bass lead this by five points. Goalie. Tickles one across and diving to take the mark. For the Panthers, McKenzie offering some instructions to the wing and a little more central than that. Strong lead from Dario. Allowed his Rovers to shark it, which they do. Entering the scene now is Zach Stewart, who's on the 50. His kick is a little skinny and it's through for a behind. And the margin now at a goal. Just didn't like the way Dario landed on his ankle then and he limped off pretty heavily as the Magpies bring it in to their captain, Duvet. Gives it off to Armstrong. Back to Duvet. Short, up towards half-back. Ends up in the hands of Connell. So Max Connell has it. Out of half-back flank. They trail by a goal. Up the line. High ball. Ooh, yep. He's pulled the free kick to Ben Eddy. Has he? Oh, could be 52. It was against the big fella in Bowes. Benetti takes it out of wing. Just dropped the ball on the ground and I've seen less given for 50. Eddie up the line looking for Waitman. Just jumps into his opponent. Gets out over the back. Armstrong again for Dalston. They go forward in the middle. 1-2. Not a great kick. Grubber kick. Coming out and meeting it is Benetti. Underground handball to his teammate in Crawford. Crawford's tackled. Feeds it out. Just need to get some composure here. Burns is the man. Gets it up towards the wing. Cartman, what a game he's played. Finds Gawley with a beautiful left foot kick. And Gawley onto his left foot, goes up the line and finds his teammate in foot. Foot does oh! use the foot to enter the 50. What a mark. William Clark, the big ruckman, imposing himself as he has been doing all day. Duvet. Off to Smith. Hit as he kicked it up to half forward. A two-on-one numbers favour the Panthers, and they still do. Foots raising the arms. Gawley is constrained in the tackle, and a free kick away of Kilcunder Bass. Gawley and half back. Analyzing the playing field ahead. No! Oh! And he's kicked it directly into the man on the mark, and that can unlock some up options up forward. An open goal for Carew, who drives his second home, and the scores are tied. Wow. Um, he wouldn't want to watch that on the video. Dale Gawley. He put that straight in the hands of the big fella, Bowes, and. He was able to get it to Carew, and Carew gets his second for the day. So the first of the quarter, amazingly, we've gone eight minutes where seven were kicked pretty quick. That's the eighth. It's all tied up 4-2 apiece on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard to sell your livestock or sell your home. Get in contact with the guys today, and they'll find whatever you're looking for. If you're after a sheep, you might even be after a cow, Dylan. <laughs> Ball back in the middle. Can Gawley make amends here? Does he do battle with Clark in the ruck? He wins a tap. He does make amends. Beautiful tap to McKenzie. He sends the Panthers inside 50. Comes out to the front. There he is, ZJ's tackle. Well, though, very, very well, in fact, by Lockie Island, and he'll win the free kick. Islands spreading the situation to the wing. Waitman had a prominent tip at it because McKenzie collected it. And now Waitman again on the left foot, sails it into the 50. ZJ 
had to motor onto it, which he did. And now he twirls back inside. He's got foot as his right-hand man into the 50. The Magpies aren't out of jail. Dario snaps and misses. Dario, in fact, already two goals today. Real arm wrestle, isn't it, Dill? 4-3-27 to 4-2-26. Nine and a half minutes into this second quarter for the West Gippsland Football Netball Club Fairhaven Homes match of the round. Kilcunder Bass hosting Daleston. That's a kick that's fanned wide from the Magpies out of defence. Gawley went down like a bowling pin. And his teammate sent it in oh. forward. CJ over the top. Rose but couldn't quite compose himself enough to hold the footy. And we'll have a ball up. 45 out from the Panthers' goal. So, can they score from this 4A forward? Gawley wins the tap out over the back. He's looking for G. He can't win it. He goes in after it again and will have a bounce down the same spot. 50 metres out. So they lead by a point. The Bass side feeds it out. Nice handball from Burns. Gets it out over the top. But the Magpies win this. I'll go up towards Bose who leads up towards the wing. Comes to the front of the pack. They now go with the ball. Right up towards Clark. Clark quickly plays on. Off he goes. Runs to 50. Has a flying shot at goal. And the Magpies have another. Wow. Clark gets his first for the day. And they're getting shared around. And the lollies aren't, as you can tell by the young fella in the background. He's not happy. Are we sure he's a ruckman, Brad? He moves well, doesn't he? He moves very well. Well, I was told that he is a, a forward, but they'll probably switch hit him in the ruck. And they've taken the lead, the Magpies. 5-2-32. Kilcunder Bass, 4-3-27. We've gone 11 minutes, second quarter. And it's all thanks to Alex Scott and staff to sell your livestock or sell your home. Give them a call. First year with Daleston, William Clark. He's played in the Northern Territory, St. Paul McKinnon for most of his career. Baruga last year, but... Definitely a welcoming sight for the Magpies. Gawley out of the ruck. Down to G. Back on the field. Had a couple of minutes where he was limping off the field. Good to see him back in, in healthy shape. ZJ at half forward. Just keeping tabs on his opponent. Foot. Snaps at goal. It's still in play, but over the line for a behind. And the home side trail by four. It's 5-2-32 to 4-4-28. The Magpies, who conceded three goals in the opening six minutes, have come all the way back. And from the kick-in, they vented out to half-back, which transforms into half-forward as G sends it to the top of the square. And beyond oh. goalie, it hit his head instead of his hand, flushing it out of defence of the Magpies. Foot left his opponent vulnerable, picked it up. Orchard Moore turning back inside. Waitman goes at it, went down to ground, looking for the free kick. Instead, he's given it up, and it's holding the ball. Cooper Smith plays it hard. I like the looks of him. Great tackle in the end. So Smith told the to play on. High ball up the wing. Number of players and Bose comes across Lockie Scott and just punches it out over the boundary line. We'll have a boundary throw in. As Duvet comes back on for the Magpies and Hewitson has a rest. So we're gone, 13 minutes, four-point lead is the Magpies, and after conceding the first three, 
They're now five and only conceded one more. As the Magpies through Wallace go up towards half forward. Gets out over the back. Store onto the left foot. Looks for Carew. Does it sit for him? Bounces. Bounces. Goes through for a behind. Just didn't sit for him. And another behind to the Magpies. 5-3 to 4-4. West Gippsland football and SEN. Harvey Norman, Wonthaggy. Hot deals on a huge range. And full back. Cushioning kick to half back for Kilcunder Bass. Lachlan Burns. Turns, risk oh. written all over it, but it's a strong clunk by McRae, who now sticks the slipper into it. Dario tapped it forward sensibly for Trent Cartmel, his second game in the seniors. Goalie was a little astern of that, just got rid of the hand pass. Can't cough this up because it's a real opportunity beginning to unveil itself. G from 50 outs. Misses Ooh. off to the left. He's a good type, isn't he? Jaden G. 4-5 to 5-3. Magpies by four points. 14 minutes into this second quarter. It's a grueling contest, Brad. Great game of footy as the Magpies bring the ball back into play. Eddie, back spot over Clark, punches it. Waitman gets the front and centre crumb. Snap around the body. Nearly a mark. Comes out to the left foot now. Of Stewart has a flying shot at goal, but misses to the left and It'll be another behind for the Panthers. And it'll be Lockie Island that'll bring the ball back into play when it gets there. It's up in the back trees. Some around the school, around the ground scores for you, Brad. For a second, we've got Bullen Bullen leading Longwari. 7-6-48 to 2-3-15. Near him south, 11-2-68. Poo on 1-5-11. So, in the Allen Bank games, is Duvet. The captain goes back to Ireland. So he's in the right back pocket. Is Lockie Ireland. They lead by three points. 15 minutes gone. Second quarter. Packer plays. McRae can't take the mark. Hallahan wins the crumb. Comes out to Benson. Benson feeds it off over to foot. He's been good. Feeds it back. I've liked this boy's game too. Lockie Burns goes up towards full forward. And there's my man. Bella ZJ takes the mark. He's only 20 metres out directly in front. He'll put him back in front if he kicks his second for the day. Philip Kongwax still leading by 29 points against Philip Island. Wow. It'd roughly be the same time too, midway through the second, I would have thought. Yep. In he comes. Bella ZJ. Beautiful kick at goal. Not a problem for his second. They're going to 5-6-36, the Panthers. 5-3-33, the Magpies. We've gone 16 minutes, second quarter on your Alex Scott and staff scoreboard. Halfway there, Brad. Yes. Halfway. There is. And he's, he's a likely type, isn't he? he can, I'll tell you, he was the one that I got told that can stand on your head and land, and I have no doubt he can. But the other one is Dario. Mm, he yes. has got an enormous leap. And lands cat-like. And the two, they look similar in the long sleeves and the dark hair up forward. But they're going to be a handful, aren't they? But the Magpies are doing well, Dill. They are two goals to one this quarter in favour of the Magpies. But Kilcunder Bass wrestled the lead back. Three points the difference. 5-6 to 5-3. Out of the centre, the clearance. Dalston's way. The avenue in was Lewis into the 50. 
And it's struck around by multiple defenders. Orchard Moore had it, lost it, as did his teammate, oh. who's wrestling away out. Carew's already kicked two. How does the third sound? <laughs> Just oh. like that. Dale's didn't have the lead again. How good was Hallahan? Just so strong through the hips. They tackled him. They could not pin him. And he was able to get that ball away to Carew. And that is quality football. And they get the lead back, as you rightly said, Dill, by three points. 17 and a half gone. 6-3, Dalston 39. Kilcundabas 5, 6-36. And what has turned into an absolute corker of a game. It has. Unlike the AFL, Port Adelaide 9-6, West Coast 3-6 at halftime. Expected. Yes. Yes, we sadly said that in sad days in Gippsland, didn't we? That uh, could be ugly for the Eagles today, but it's hard to believe. It's only five years ago they won a premiership. Yes. Yeah. And they've had to recruit Will Schofield out of retirement for the waffle this week, I've also heard. Anyway, back in the middle. Three-point lead for the visiting side. Gawley. A free kick the way of Dalston. They'll have another chance here. And they do. Cooper Smith. Shallow entry into the 50. Carew put a pour out at it. Gawley took it away instead out the way of Benson, who's bowled over by his opponent, West, and he'll have the free kick. Benson plays on, hugs the flank. McKenzie. It's been good. Centre wing. Searching kick into the 50. And a lunge and a mark for Lachlan Burns. Too far out to score, you'd think. He's about 55 from goal, so he sets it up instead for ZJ, who fell to ground. Rovers were still lurking, one of which was Cartmel, who put it up in hope of Dario, who comes out at full pace at the footy. It's rushed through for a behind. Mm, the uh, Leighton Cartmel's had a really, really good game of footy. And they bring the ball back into play through Alexander. There he is. Goes short, but there is Leighton Cartmel, who intercepts the mark in front of Duvet. In fact, he'll put this off towards Gawley. Punched away from Clark. Beautifully roved by Mensa play, and he kicks the goal. <laughs> so, it's just goal for goal, and Mensa play grabs his first for the day. And they now take back the lead. So it's a real seesawing affair, this. They're four-point leaders, the Panthers, 6-7-43 to Darlston, 6-3-39. 20 minutes gone. So we're just clicking into time on in the second quarter. And don't forget, half-time, we'll have a chat with our producer, Sammy Watson, who played his comeback game in the early one today with the Magoos. Yep. Be interesting to have a chat with him. We resume hostilities in the middle into time on the second quarter. West Gippsland footy for Harvey Norman, one thaggy for all your computer and electrical needs. The Magpies shuffling it around in the contest and eventually it's a high kick right to the top of the 50 and either a mark or a free kick. Take your pick. Bows or Legione. It will be Legione. And now bypassing to take it. Watch out, Waitman was on the radar of Carew into the pocket and a mark claimed by Orchard Moore. And he'll have a shot. A difficult angle, but definitely possible. Good strong mark, wasn't it? And that's, that's good footy for Magpies. He's put it up high in his area. 
and he'll give you a chance, and if he doesn't take the mark, he'll get it to ground, and he held that one. It's stuck, the big fella. Senior debut was 28th of May last year. He's been at Dalston since 2017 and even 2012 before that, and he went with the drop punt, missed it off to the left. Yeah, kicking's not his forte by the looks of it. <laughs> 6 4 40 at Dalston, 6 7 43 Kilcunder Bass. 21 and a half minutes into this second quarter, and the Panthers will resume it from full back. In they come. They'll look for Gawley as they normally do. Outside 50. Clark holds the front spot. Gawley goes back in after it. G wins it off to his teammate in Clay. Feeds it back. G ends up with it. As Waitman doesn't go to him. Decides to go up towards McKenzie. But Smith's in there. G's coming in really hard. And quick was Aldwell. He couldn't take it cleanly. Smith can for the Magpies and sits it towards 50. But Eddie backs back. Has a couple of players on the outside here, but oh, Luck's a fortune. It just bounced up in the hands of Dale Crawford. Crawford now goes up towards the wing. Just running back and taking that mark was Cartmel. That's Trent. Goes in board to, is that McRae? In fact, it is. Yes. Got to be six foot six. There's not too many that size out there. He's a long way from here. So McRae, he'll kick from outside 50. It's going to take a beautiful kick here as Eddie runs in asking for the pass, but no, he won't. So Dean McRae, he's got one. In he comes, staggered approach, just sits it up. I don't think that's going to make the distance. And the Magpies will take the mark. Now they have Cooper Smith here. If he wants to go quickly, he does. The umpire is going to call him back. He's talking to the goal umpire, so... I reckon it might have been a behind. It was. Yeah. So they'll go up to 6 8 The Magpies, 23 gone, second quarter. From full back, casually taking a bounce and delivering it onto the chest of Cooper Smith at half back. G stands on the mark. Definitely a dangerous obstacle for Smith. Plays it to the wing. William Clark, that man again. Been good. Another mark for Clark. As he assesses. Takes the short option on, but it's directly into the hands of Aldwell. They'll have it at centre wing. Slow play for the moment. Playing this systematically are Kilcunder Bass. And they'll heave it to half forward. Big mark. The man we spoke of, Dean McRae. Hard to miss. He'll centre it again. Gawley, the primary target, and he still has it at ground level. ZJ loitering, a ball up. 24 minutes through this second quarter. Entrenched in the home sides, 50. They lead it by four points. Goal here would certainly be helpful, but having other ideas is Cooper Smith. He's ravenous for the footy at the moment. It'll come back. Darcy Clay. Eddie, rather. Clay a little wider than that, hoping to prove his case. If Eddie can see him, no, a little too far out, but he does send it in that direction oh. and cutting it off well for the Magpies. They'll run it across the wing. Numbers beginning to stream. It's a two-on-one in favour of the Panthers, and the Magpie fell to ground. There is Clay back into the hands of Waitman, and now another intercept mark. And it's that man again, back-to-back -back intercept marks. But yeah, Wallace... 
Been good. You go up the line. Gee, the kick's not good. Ends up putting it down the throat of Nathan Foote. And Foote, centre wing position. 25 minutes gone. Panthers lead by four points. If you're Dean Wiley, you'd be happy going in at half time. Four points down after being thumped last week. Clark, intercept mark, goes to the outer side. Finds Armstrong. Quickly plays on. In the middle of his captain, Duvet. Duvet now. High ball inside. 50. Oh, backing back was Eddie and takes a good mark. I just thought Storr had that, but Eddie goes to foot. And it's foot. Up the wing. McKenzie being good. Drops the mark, though. Intercept by Benson. They feed it off. They go inside 50. It's a real game of ping pong at the minute. <laughs> Look for Gawley at centre-half forward. Frees the arms, feeds the handball out. And all wrapped up is Oldwell. We'll have a bounce down 50 out from the Panthers' goal. Nearly 26 minutes gone this second quarter. Four-point lead to the Panthers. Siren can't be too far away. West Gippsland footy on SEN for Harvey Norman. One thaggy. Hot deals on a huge range. Bit of a stalemate in the 50. CJ still kill Cunder Bass with ball in hand. Snapping it to the top of the square and missing it. Oldwell. It's been good, Brad Aldwell. Coming, coming across from the Lang Lang Tigers and the Allen Bank Comp. So he's come up a bit of class in footy and he, yes. he's uh, fitted right in by the looks of it. And in the long sleeves, Joe Alexander from fullback. Chips in on short. Called to play on was Smith. Down the line. And a mark's been paid. He's, uh, he's hard to stop this big fella if it goes into his area, McRae. McRae, except it's a faulty kick and it's run off by Michael Harris. That's it in the back pocket. Surveying the options ahead. Right back to where it was. Orchard Moore's at the front of the pack. He went back with the fly, went over his head and eventually over the boundary line for a throw in. Both sides have their tall timber. There's some big men out there, and they have all been very good on both sides. The Talls comes back into play, out of wing. High ball, G takes the ruck for the Panthers, comes forward. Wallace is in there, comes out to Hallahan to Duvet. He's all wrapped up. Did he have prior? Umpire says no. So we'll have a bounce down and right on half time, and... A little bit of fisticuffs and pushing and shoving, Dill. Yes, certainly. Dalston winning the quarter. Three goals to two. But Kilcunder Bass still have the lead. It's a five-point lead in what has been an enthralling contest so far. We thought it was a little worrying early for Dalston when Kilcunder Bass put three consecutive on the scoreboard. But they've responded. And we'll be able to see in the second half who will turn up. A five-point game, not too far off. Sam Watson to join us at the halftime show as he ambles towards the, the Alex Scott and Staff commentary box. We'll take a quick break for halftime. It's Kilcunder Bass 6-9, Dalston 6-4. Ah, yes, it was an exciting half of footy out here at the Bass Recreation Reserve. Half-time, Kilcunder Bass is 6-9-45. Lee Dalston 6-4-40. Great game of footy now joining us in the commentary box and his first game back for a while is our producer, Sammy Watson. How did you pull up after the Magoos game? Uh, yeah, not too bad. Thanks, Sinkers. Um, bit of a sore knee and iced it up, so it feels all right now. So 
uh, I reckon I'll be right for next week again. I'll just see how we go. Got some nice footage of you. We <laughs> interviewed your coach, Lee Rowe, before the game, and we did ask the question, how far away is Sammy? He said a long way yeah, away. I, I reckon about two months in the twos before I'm any <laughs> chance of a look-in. So even then, I'm probably not a big chance, but we'll see how we go. Hey, we've got another big fella from uh, Kilcunder Bass uh, who's out injured at the moment too as well is uh, Taylor Gibson, who's on the sideline with you. Taylor, welcome to SEN Gippsland. G'day, Sinkers. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you here. And you've missed the first couple. You didn't play last week against Turidan uh, in a 21-point loss, and today you're missing. How far away are you? Uh, yeah, miss, missed last game. Uh, boys did very well. Um, I'm probably probably two or three weeks away, Sinkers, yeah. Oh, that's all right. That's not too bad then. Now, you, you're in about, what, your eighth, seventh, eighth season here at Killy Bass? Yep. You yep. told us off air that you haven't played finals yet. Yeah, yeah, so seventh season at Bass. Um, the one... Oh, the, the one season that we did play finals, I was injured, unfortunately. So I've uh, been a, a somewhat, somewhat, um, yeah, lean patch for, for the club over the last few years. But, um, yeah, with how things are going at the moment, defi- definitely on the up. How does uh, this side that Killy Bass has got now rate to the ones that you've played in in your seven seasons? Um, yeah, it would be right up there. I think I think the league as a whole has has greatly improved in my in my seven or so seasons here. So so this one that we're we're fielding at the moment, although we do do have a few injuries, would yeah would probably be be the best. I'd, I'd say yeah. The last three years has been some influx of ex AFL players, hasn't there? And there's another one running around out there yep. today for Darlston in, in Hallahan. That all goes well for the competition. They're wanting to come come in, Taylor. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, um, yeah, going back, going back a couple of years, I, I think the the depth of a lot of clubs were, um, you, you'd see the the elite players and the ex AFL players, but the, the depth of the the clubs now are a lot stronger than than they were. Yep. You've played a fair role here at Killy Bass, forward back. I think you've even had a fair crack in the ruck at times as well. And you're probably what six four. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. Six three and a half. Six three and a half. Yeah, happy with six four. Yeah. You come back from injury. Where will you play? Do you think in your in your outset? Your first few games, uh, I think I'm entrenched as a forward now. So the last couple of years, I've pretty much pretty much permanently played up there. So yeah, happy happy playing forward. I think our, our backlines our backlines really strong. Um, if I can stay out of the ruck, which which I, yeah, I, I think the club would like that, and, and I'd certainly like that. So we've got a, a very strong strong ruck duo at the moment. Um, and yeah, I'd say I'd say forward. Yep. In my biased opinion, you're the best centre half forward in the comp. Tell biased, me, yep. tell me why you haven't made the West Gippsland Team of the Year yet? <laughs> oh, that's a loaded question. A bit um, stitch up there. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I might, I might refrain from answering. We it, haven't. But it, do, it doesn't help when I kick, I kick twenty goals or something. As a oh, as Jack a Taylor's got that so. nailed, hasn't he? Jack Taylor from yeah, Philip Island, Central Team of the Year. I think maybe if we can get a few more wins, the uh, journo that decides it might respect us a little bit more. Thanks, I've got sure to say, I'm sure you'll push my wagon. Thank you. I've got to say, Lee Rose said before the game, uh, well, we asked him the question. There's a lot of X1 faggy players at Dalson. There's a few here playing against, he'd know the opposition as well as he'd know his own side, I would have imagined. The game is like that. It's so close and even at the moment, five points. What do you have to do at half time to just put them away? Because I would have thought coming into today, their, their tails would have been between their legs after a massive flogging last week. But they look up and about the Magpies. Yeah. Um, what do we need to do? I, I think I think our run off the halfback is probably not not quite as it was last week. I think we're we're wanting to overlap with with some handballs and get a bit more run. Um, that quarter line, I was just doing I was doing stats and we had seventeen inside thirties for only only two goals. So if we can just get that um, that conversion 
a bit better uh, and turn that turn that 17 inside 30s into into more more like six or seven goals. That's a stat I like inside 30. People mm. talk about inside 50. You really want the inside 30. That's where you're going to score from. Yep. Inside shallow entry makes it a little bit more difficult, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think if you if you get an inside 50, it's still 45 meters out, then it's it's not exactly a. a too much of a goal scoring chance but yeah inside 30 you'd like to think you'd, you'd score a good chunk of those yeah Taylor love to thank you for joining us uh, because we've got the highest paid producer in the land Sammy Watson we're going to go to an ad make some money just to get his pay uh, out this week Sammy thanks for joining us too mate no let's have a chat at the end of the game if you're around I'd love to have a chat with yeah, you yeah sounds good about how the game went and how the body's holding I'll, I'll up pull a, I'll get another player over here for you to have a chat to if we win oh, he's a legend he's the best <laughs> producer in the land Taylor thanks very much mate for joining us all the very best. Hopefully you're back sooner than rather than later. Much appreciated, Seekers. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Sammy. We'll be back after here after a few short messages. And Dylan will be back in the chair for the whole second half. Thank you very much. Five points, the difference at halftime for the home side who have just run out after having a meeting at halftime, of course, with all the coaches and that. But plenty to be happy about. Plenty to be a little concerned about as well after they kicked three goals right off the start of the game and then conceded three of their own. So it's 6 9 to 6 4 40 as Brad Sinclair chows down on the end of his role and joins me. Oh, just got that egg and lettuce down just in time. Um, yes, look, great game of footy. I mean, we've called a few this year right now. I know the weather helps when it's a good day. This is, I think, the best game of footy I've called this year of West Gippy. And we called... Phillip Island and Warrigal Industrials on Easter uh, Saturday, but it was a shocking day for rain and wind. But this is a better day. But this is a really good game of footy. And the thing that surprises me somewhat, Dill, is that I come here... Or at the start of the season, I expected big things from improvement from Dalston. And after I seen the score against Kiwi Rupp last week, I thought, oh, no. I come here today and... How this side got beat by 88 yes. points is beyond me. Mm. They're playing some good footy. I really like Big Clark. Yes, big run on, big goal on the run, oh. should I say. And Carew. Well, the goal kickers, Carew's got three, Bowes one, Murphett one, and Clark one. And for the Kilcunda Bass side, two each to ZJ and Dario. Dario. And singles to McRae, meant to play. So. It's uh, it's been a really good game of footy, six nine to six four yep. five point leaders, and right now we ask Taylor Gibson, what do they have to do to win this game of footy? Because um, they then they're not owning it like I don't know if they thought they might, but I definitely thought they might own this game. And he said more runoff half back. Yes, he did. Yep. We need to get more runoff half back, and uh, it's 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 a good game of footy, and and I've just loved what Mitch Hallahan does in the middle for Darlston. He's such a big body and he's, you can't tackle him. He's so strong through the hips. Whilst I say Clark's been good for Darlston, I'm not taking anything away from Dale Gawley either. Mm. He's been very good for the Panthers, hasn't he? Sure has, yes. Has, has G and Foot and uh, Cartmel. Yeah, there's been a lot of standouts. Not really one in particular, just all around the board. But mm. Blake Carew down forward with three goals, two in that quarter in the second quarter. As we're nearly back underway. Five-point game, of course, all brought to you by Harvey Norman, one thaggy for all your computer and electrical needs. 
West Gippsland Football League Fairhaven Homes match of the round. Kilcunda Bass hosting Dalston. They finished ninth and 10th respectively last season. Both looking to have a resurgence this year. Improvement is evidence for either side. Dalston's forward line have been quite competent, as have Kilcunda Bass's, but we're ready to go. Siren a little delayed, and they'll redo the bounce because of it. A few chuckles all around the ground. Did that siren go before the umpire put the ball up? After. After. There we go. Goalie to do battle with Clark, and Clark was outpointed. Duvet trying to slap it forward as he was being restrained. Benson back inside. And a little chip kick will pay off from men to play into Gawley, who gives his forward some leverage. And a free kick, it will be to Anthony Dario. So we did speak about who, without Baxter, without Taylor Gibson. Well, Anthony Dario has already kicked two, and he's now probing for a third. And that was the other one I didn't mention that I've liked the look of too, is the big fella Dean McRae up forward. He's a handful, isn't he, at that height? Sure is. Anthony Dario within range from here. Similar signs of the first quarter. If he can kick truly. And he does exactly that. And they'll surround him, but he kicks his third. That's 7 9 51 to 6 4 40. It's the start they wanted and get one within the first minute. But we did see him kick three before Darlston scored earlier and Darlston come back. But it was a good break and play of meant to play to Gawley and then Gawley's kick inside and one thing whilst Clark has been really good in some tap work I just think they've got to close down a little bit of space on Gawley he seems to get out on his own a lot and they go yes. through him and then yep. his entry kick inside 50 is elite mm. so sure is. they'd want to watch that as the ball back in the middle Gawley and Clark Gawley another beautiful tap but Hits the shin of McKenzie, bounces back, and a number of players dive in on this. And umpire Tom Harris says, yep, yeah, I'll restart it, boys. So, again, Gawley wins the tap. Feeds it out the back to G, slung to the ground by Hallahan. They get a kick inside towards half forward. Bad bounce for everyone, in fact. Scott Toe pokes it, then it comes off the ground again. Murphitt. Quick hands out over the top, but it's intercepted by men to play. Now they're away, the Panthers. Short kick up the line looking for the diving Dario, but bounces in front of him and then goes out over the boundary line. So we'll have a throw in centre wing position right in front of the Alex Scott and staff commentary box. 7 9 to 6 4 on your Alex Scott and staff scoreboard to sell your livestock or sell your home. Foots trying to withstand the tackler, which he didn't do. And Legione is away. He plays the boundary line. And it's over the line. Not out in the full. Just for a throw in past the interchange benches. Just a little bit worried then of the tackle on foot because he's, both feet went underneath his body. Bends the body back and it screams of ACL. But yes. he's all right. Not a problem. He has bounced back on his feet. Neither Ruckman got a hand to the footy. And as a result, subsequent pull-up will occur. Three minutes through this third quarter. Anthony Dario on the board. He's tripled up. Bose. Can hear the whistle. Taylor Gibson out. was taking stats. 
uh, today, and he was saying that they look at inside 30, not inside 50, yes. so they don't want a shallow entry. They want that deeper entry, which I agree with. Connell's kick was turned over by his opposing number, Benson, backtracking all the way into Clay's hands, the left back pocket. And they're slowly progressing. To the wing they search. Gawley takes the mark. Yeah, just too much space on his own, Gawley. Had to bend down a long way to pick that up. Darcy Clay standing still. Bit of movement down the wing, but he sails a high one. Nearly touched the sky. Dario, two fists from the Magpies, put it back into the Panthers' hands, but stripping it away for Daleston Murphitz. And he'll lodge it forward, a two-on-one in favour of the Panthers. The outnumber... Oh, he's paid a free kick. And the outnumber did not pay dividends. Having a shot, it will be Blake Carew for his fourth of the day. It was against Daniel Mock. He punched the ball away, but he said he got over the shoulder. So Blake Carew has kicked three. And he's missed this one to the near side. Mm. Margin at 10. Kilcunder Bass, 7-9-51. Dalston, 6-5-41. So we're on nearly five minutes into the third quarter, the premiership quarter, as they say, and they'll come out towards half-back, towards Gawley. He leaned back on Clark. Clark was able to get the fist to it. The crowd won a free kick for Gawley. And the umpire's having nothing of it, and it trickles out over the boundary line. So we'll have a boundary throw in. Left half-forward. For the Magpies, and it comes. Gawley from behind, gets a double-hander on it. Goes forward, McKenzie, wrapped up by Clark. I like his retrieval work, Clark, too, after a, a stoppage. Whether it's a boundary throw-in or a ball up, he goes in after it straight away. Beautiful tap from Clark to Duvet. Gets onto the left foot towards Bowes. Has a player on the outside in store. He wants his left foot, can't get it, so he gives it back to Bowes. He gets the right foot, check side. Goes inside. Carew's going to have a free kick paid against him for holding the ball. Or is he going to ball it up? He's going to ball it up. So only about 15 metres out directly in front of Darston's goal. Bowes wins the tap. Goes forward. Picked up by Aldwell. Feeds it out to the outside. To Foot, who's been good. Goes out towards Waitman. Waitman drops the mark but retrieves it. Gets it onto the left foot. A nothing kick, really, and it's going to come out to Armstrong for the Magpies. He feeds it back. They'll go inside 50 again. High ball. Bowes leads his opponent under the pack, and umpire says it's out of bounds. We'll have a boundary throw in. 60 around from the Dalston goal. 10 points the margin. Jake Barry comes off for a spell for Dalston, taking his place. It'll be Mitch Hallahan. In fact, it will be Jackson Foon. Hal hands right here over the footy. And Oldwell will receive the free kick. Was it high contact? Yes. Yep. Yep. So, Bass have the footy at half back. Suggestions being issued. And they'll take the switch on. Crawford looking for Mock. Coming over across to intervene exceptionally well was Hayden Wallace. Been standing tall all day, and now he'll centre it into the trusty hands of Cooper Smith, who will have a shot about 45 metres out from goal, looking to trim it back to four points. You're spot on, Dill. 
Hayden Wallace has been a really good player for the Magpies, as has this boy shooting for goal, Cooper Smith. Cooper Smith. First year with Dalston. One of those inclusions from the one thaggy power. Had a standing start. Yeah, just wasn't able to get the body through it, was he? Delivered it through for a behind. So they're at 6-6-42. Kilcunder Bass, 7-9-51. Nearly eight minutes through this third quarter as Benjamin Eddy gets things underway for Kilcunder Bass. Out to the wing. Waitman receiving the free... or giving away the free kick in fact. No, receiving the free kick and he'll have it at half back. So, Waitman... Eight minutes gone, third quarter, nine-point lead to the Panthers. Waitman on the left foot, up the line. Caldwell at the back, leaps and gets his hand onto it and goes out over the boundary line. We'll have a boundary throw in. Out of wing position. Port Adelaide, 11-9-75, West Coast, 6-8-44. And then we'll get some around-the-ground scores for you. The next stoppage for the Allen Bank and the West Kippy League. Again, it'll be Clark. For the Magpies and Gawley for Kilcunder Bass. He likes that tap. Left-hand tap out the back does Gawley. Umpire again has pulled the free kick. Then paid the advantage and the Magpies are away through Legione. Goes inside 50. Scott wins it for the Panthers. Oh, Mock just runs back. That's going to be deliberate, surely. It is. And that's a good decision. Mock was going nowhere but backwards towards the behinds to rush it through. And he wasn't under extreme pressure. That was quite abstruse from our point of view. But Orchard Moore did miss one earlier. Surely couldn't miss this one. And he doesn't. It was a gimme for him. A bit of a confusing manoeuvre from Daniel Mock. And an opportunity goes begging for Kilcunner Bass to stave off the defence. A three-point margin, Brad, as we swing around the grounds. Garfield 9-3-57, Bunyip 5-6-36, Coralin lead, Corumbara Bina 8-9-57 to 4 straight, 24, Inverloch Kongwak 9-7-61 to 3-6-24. Well, the uh, Bulldogs, Phillip Island, are struggling a little bit today. That's a, that is at Inverloch, isn't it? Yes, yes. it is. Yep. And so, in the, the Allen Bank League, a couple of scores for you. Bullen Bullen, 7-6-48. Long Warrior, 2-3-15. And near him south, 12-2-74. Poo Wong, 3-5-23. Mm, so some interesting games. So three points here at Bass Recreation Reserve. 7-9-51, Killy Bass. And Darlston, 7-6-48. It's all thanks to Alex Scott and staff to sell your livestock. Or sell your home. Get in touch with the guys and girls out there today. 14 officers around regional. Victoria, up it goes. Gawley wins the tap. Gets it forward. Murphy held without it. Not paid. Gets it back to Gawley. Gawley dances inside. Looks for Ordwell. Gets to him. Murphy goes in again. So does Ordwell. And everyone in the crowd screaming from the free kick. And umpire says, no, I'll throw this in the middle again. So Gawley backs back on Clark this time. Clark pushes him out of the way, gets the tap to Murphy, decides to kick it off the ground, comes out. Now they're away through meant to play. Has Eddie out the back. Then he has Benson short. He goes to him, to diving, taking the mark in front of West, and West won't let him up. Once a 50, he's not going to get it. Feeds it off to Scott. Scott now, awkward kicking style. Up the line. High ball. 
Getting out over the back is McKenzie. Liked his game. Beautiful kick. Lace out. Finds McRae. He's right on 50. We've got people screaming for it. Decides to go to the goal square where Dario is. It gets out over the back. The umpire's paid a push. And Dario's going to get this right in front of goal. And I don't know what happened there because I did not see a push. Umpire Peter Hogan did. And Dario will take the free kick. Point blank range directly in front. And I think this is a gift for him. And he gets his fourth, Dario. Wow. Second for the quarter. He had two in the first as well. Oh, well, you've seen what I've seen. Was that a free kick? It was one of the most bizarre things I've seen. And they, they, no one remonstrated because they were in shock. They were all standing there, the Dalston players, thinking, what the hell was that for? And he said a push, but he definitely wasn't pushed. So the score, 8-9-57 Kilcunder Bass. Back to a nine-point lead, 7-6-48 Dalston. 12 and a half gone in the third quarter. It's all thanks to Alex Scott and staff to sell your livestock or sell your home. Get in touch today. West Gippsland footy on SEN for Harvey Norman. One thaggy hot deals on a huge range. And looking to keep on pressing our Kilcunder Bass. Burns twirled around. Got it to half forward. And it was up to his other teammates to get the job done there, which they were unable to do so. Taking it himself is Wallace, but he's stripped of it, nearly holding the ball. Orchard Moore just gives it plenty into the forward half with the mark was nearly taken. Carew tackling. His opponent into the turf and we'll have a ball up about 35 out from Dalston's goal as Jaden G. He was limping earlier. He's come off again. His knee is strapped. We'll keep an eye on it. A big punch forward from the flying William Clark. And possession will be in the favour of the Magpies because Jake Waitman and a 50. Jake Waitman gave away a free kick and then a 50 was paid. And watch that it's not reversed. Coming in from the side, I believe Curtis Murphy knocked Waitman down. And coming in to kick the goal is Fraser West. One step in over the top of the goal umpire's head. We're back to three at Kilcunder. Wow. Um, and I don't like the looks of that limp of G, but it might be something that he just has to manage throughout the day and they'll swing him back on. He's come off a couple of times to the left knee, I reckon. And a bit of undiscipline there by Waitman. When you're the captain, it's a no-no. Mm. Because they'll come at you, your teammates, on Tuesday and Thursday night. Yes. So back in the middle. Back to three points. Eight-nine plays eight. Not eight-nine plays eight-six. Fourteen and a half gone. Big fella for Darlston. Orchard Moore's gone into the ruck now. To face off with Gawley. We're again waiting for the footy. The footies <laughs> do take a long time to come back here. I think there's someone at the back of the goals thinking about it. Do I go? Do I take it? And they get caught, Dylan. <laughs> and then they feel guilty and they give it back. So it's back in the middle. 15 gone. Three, minute, uh, three points. Third quarter. They're back in it again. The Magpies. Gawley wins the tap. Out the back looking for G. In fact, foot, foot wins it, gets onto the right foot, inside. This is their plan, isn't it? Get it in high and quick 
towards McRae, and he'll do the rest because he's so tall. And they don't like the shallow entries, as Taylor Gibson, the injured Taylor Gibson, told us at halftime. But he will kick this from 50. So McRae, he's got one in the first quarter. Takes his time. It's a real, real oh. ugly running, and that's what happens. That is one of my seven irons where it's just gone extreme right. Missed everything, and the free kick will go to Lockie Island for the Magpies. <laughs> Island brings it back into play. Look for the captain. <laughs> Dubé. In defence, being corralled. Through the centre of the ground he goes, over the top into the hands of the Panthers now who repel right back in that position. Gawley put the mid out, held it against his chest, claimed the mark. Good kick by Zach Stewart. He just put it to the big tall man's advantage and that's all he had to do was put the big mid out, as you said, Del. And this will go through post height. I'm not saying straight, but it will go through post height. He's got a lot of depth. He's a beautiful kick, Dale Gawley. Hopefully not one of your seven irons again. Dale Gawley. Been part of this Kilcunder culture such a long time. One of the better ruckmen in the competition. And he too misses. Not as poorly as the previous one. Just off to the left a little bit. And a minor score. 8-10-58 to 8-6-54. 17 minutes through on your Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard to sell your livestock or sell your home. From fullback, the Magpies continue. Duvet. From Ireland. Then he'll go up the line and... Free kick against Waitman again, is it? Yes. It is. I reckon he was chopping of the arm. So, not happy. But he'll take the free kick. The Magpies up towards the wing. Gets out over the back. Another whistle on this. And this is going to go to Ben Eddy of the Panthers. Centre wing out of side. So a little bit of over-umpiring at the minute. Eddie goes back inside 50. Dario, third man, gets out over the back. Quickly taken there by Lewis. Feeds it back. Umpire's pulled another free kick. And it's going to go to Ben Lewis for the Magpies. Goes oh. up the line. Waitman again hits his opponent. And then they oh. come in on him. This is uh, getting a little out of hand at the minute. Just some late knocks and things that don't need to happen. And the free kick will go to the Magpies and it'll be Ligioni. Ligioni. Duvet comes up to the footy, ignored. A little further down the wing. Bows in the mix. Out of bounds. And a four-point game as we check around the grounds. Brought to you by Harvey Norman on Thaggy, West Gippsland Football and SEN. For all your computer and electrical needs. Interlock Conwax still maintaining that strong lead over Phillip Island. Ball back in play. Nathan Foote can size it up from here. Oh, was run down in effort. the tackle. His teammates at Jay, however, had other ideas. Snaps it towards goal. And misses would have been number three for Zajay. That was Cooper Smith again laying that tackle. Run down and chase. And he asked the question quite rightly so. What about the free kick? Garfield by 39 points, Coraline by 46, Inverloch Conwack by 41 around your West Gippsland Football League. 
And the match of the round brought to you by Fairhaven Homes here as Foote puts a fist at it. And then he picked it up cleanly as well. He's on the arc of 50. He'll put it to the hot spot of Goalie. Good and mark. he outpoints his opponents. I like the move. Lee Rose put Gawley a bit deeper now. And he's stretching them. All of a sudden, you've got McRae to worry about and you've got Gawley to worry about. So the ball goes in high. Uh, McRae's getting up the ground and turning back. So he's rucking at the minute. But Gawley's got a beautiful pair of hands. He missed the last one, but he gets a second go at it now. Did miss the previous one. This one from a tougher angle for a left footer. But Dale Gawley always knows when to make it right. He kicks truly. And the home side lead by 11 points as we enter time on. He was a runner-up in the league best and fairest last year to Brent McCaffer was Dale Gawley. And again today, showing his athleticism more than anything. He just gets around the ground. So, well, you could play him on a wing. He's Right now, he's running to centre-half back. He's kicked the goal. And he's going to centre-half back. He is. Yeah, he's just so versatile. You can play him anywhere. And that's good coaching too because it really makes the opposition think, what do I do? So they've gone out to 11 points now, 9-11-65, into time on the third quarter. Dalston are 8 6 Well, thanks to Harvey Norman, Juan Thaggy, hot deals on a huge range. And again, Clark with Scott now. In the ruck for the Bass side. So McRae goes back to the high forward roll. Gawley goes to centre half back on Bowes and Scott in the ruck. Interesting. Duvet misses it. Gets out over the back to Connell. Whistle's going to come back. Hallahan will take the free kick. In fact, now they've decided the Store. umpires, the three of them are talking to each other and they've all got different decisions. So who's going to win out? Ah, age will, Dylan, every time. <laughs> Peter Hogan in the middle says, Hallahan, you give it up forward to your captain, Duvet. And he'll take the free kick on the half-forward line. I don't think they know what's going on. Duvet wasn't even in the picture. But... He wasn't. He made a couple of curly ones the last 10 minutes. As Duvet is met by McRae as he gets his kick, goes in towards the forward, deep in the forward mouth, and ball beats Waitman out under the... Scoreboard and we have a boundary throw in, 11 point lead, 22 minutes gone. 9 11 to 8 6 on your Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard to sell your livestock or sell your home. High throw in, Goalie had a fresh area at it. Waitman throwing his weight around and we'll have another ball up. 22 and a half minutes in. It's been three goals to the Panthers, two goals to the Magpies this quarter. Smith stripped of it. And then it was dumped into the ground, and the umpire said, we'll do it all over again. Margin at 11, and around the grounds in the AFL, still Port Adelaide by 37 points at three-quarter time. Dalston have an opportunity here. Murphitt, he's attached himself to his opponents. And he has been given the free kick. What a tenacious tackle. It was on McKenzie. McKenzie did nothing wrong, but he just uh, couldn't get out of the tackle, couldn't break the tackle, and he did have prior, so it's a good decision. So Curtis Murphy, who kicked Dalston's first goal, can now bring it back within six and has. 
They just won't go away. It's a brilliant game of football at Kilcunda. You just think some things happen and you think, oh, yeah, the Panthers got them now. And they just fight and fight and fight the Magpies. There's a lot to like about them. So they get back within five points, 9-11-65. Kilcunda bats to 9-6-60. Darlston, 23-and-a-half gone, third quarter. All thanks to Alex Scott and staff. And the Fairhaven Homes match of the round of West Gippsland football. And it's all thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. Hot deals on a huge range. Back in the centre. Entangled Scott in the ruck. Out of his usual habitat, a high free kick the way of the Magpies. It'll come back to Mitch Hallahan. And they made their way down to forward in the forward pocket. Duvet had it. That's Hallahan now. Plays on. Kicks with length to half forward. A drop mark by Store. And then he put his body into the hits. Goalie took it away out of defence. It's the advantage of his teammate, but it's a whistle back at Waitman's foot. It'll be his free kick at halfback. A couple of whistles where... A couple of precarious whistles, it seems like. There's been a few of it where they're... The umpires are not on the same page at times, Jill. Mm. Waitman on the left foot this time. G crashing the pack over the top was McRae. Goalie from a standing start. And swirling into the centre. It was taken away by the Magpies, who have the outnumber at ground level. Hallahan taken high. And you can't tackle him. He just bounces off every tackle. It does ricochet. So Hallahan. Scott. Numbers streaming back. Leading up to the footy in the pocket is Store. And he found him. In fact, it was McRae who made his way down there from the centre of the ground. And we'll have a ball up 25 and a half minutes in. And it's 9-11-65 to 9-6-60 in favour of the Panthers. Waitman's trying to milk a free kick. And he's backing back as if it was his free kick. And the umpire said, no, I paid ball up. So the umpire puts it in the air. Lockie Scott wins the tap. Number of players around it. Duvet's there and... It ends up out over the boundary line. We'll have a boundary throw in. 50 around. Nearly at three-quarter time. 26 minutes gone. Five-point lead is the Panthers. Oh, kicked out of midair by Scott. Goes back towards the boundary. There was a time that was deliberate. I paid against you. But not today, which I like. So, gone 25 metres further towards their goal. Comes out, handball. Now the bass side, trying to take that out of defence. It gets it out to the boy in G. It's lost, though, and quickly comes back with a hurry kick towards goal. I tell you what, that is one of the most amazing goals. It was Legione that just got it from nowhere and banged it on the boot really, really quickly and fit out over the top. And I tell you what, they've hit the front. Late in this third quarter by a point from nothing. Where has this come from, Brad? Unbelievable. Four goals to three this quarter. They trailed by five at halftime, six at quarter time. It's been a true definition of an arm wrestle. It certainly has. 27 minutes into this third quarter now. 
West Gippsland football and SEN for Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. Hop deals on a huge range. Back in the centre. Big slap from Clark. Paddled it down. And then he went with the second effort. But Scott had other ideas. Goalie called to play on. He has to manoeuvre towards the wing where Waitman was called upon. And he takes the mark. I must apologise to Lewis Armstrong. It was Lewis Armstrong that got the goal, not Legione. Armstrong. At the same mousy balding head. Waitman. Over the top comes the magpie at the wing and we'll have a ball up. So Armstrong with his first goal of the day. One point margin, nearly three-quarter time. What do you say if you're Kilcunder's coach? Yeah, I think what Taylor Gibson said at half-time, more run-off half-back. They've turned it over when it's come off that side. And the other thing is be more disciplined. They've given away a couple of 50s and free kicks that didn't need to be done as Wallace... Clears for the Magpies, goes up towards Storr, but McKenzie wins that. McKenzie up towards the outer wing. Punch from behind by McRae. Waitman does the roving, gets it on the left foot. Bouncing ball, smothered by the Magpie and Barry. They go low and the umpire says, I'll ball this up. So out of wing position. Another long quarter, nearly 29 minutes gone. And there has been seven goals kicked in this quarter. Murphitt wins it. Hurry kick, Grubber goes up the line. Comes out to Clay, misses it. Bows, handball over the top, intercepted there for the Panthers by Mock. And there it is, three-quarter time. One quarter, four goals in the favour of the Magpies to three for Kilcunder Bass. Curtis Murphy and Lewis Armstrong just trying to will their side over the line. What a last quarter we're set up for. An enthralling clash as we said at half time, and it's just gotten better and better. And the away side, they've taken a one point lead entering three quarter time to not move anywhere. We've got one last quarter coming up. The home side trail by one point. Where to from here? 10 666 to 91165. Live on SEN Track, Southwest Gippsland 91.3 FM. You're listening to the West Gippsland Football Netball Competition Match of the Day. Anthony Dario within range from here. Similar signs of the first quarter. If he can kick truly, and he does exactly that. Dario will take the free kick, point-blank range, directly in front. He gets his fourth, Dario. You've seen what I've seen. Was that a free kick? It was one of the most bizarre things I've seen. Nathan Fort can size it up from here. Oh, was run down effort. in the tackle. His teammates at Jay, however, had other ideas. Dale Gawley always knows when to make it right. He kicks truly. It's a quickly comes back with a hurry kick towards goal. I tell you what. That is one of the most amazing goals. Brilliant game of football at Kilcunder. Yes, welcome back to West Gippsland Football and SEN for Harvey Norman on Thaggy for all your computer and electrical needs. It's a one-point deficit for the home side at three-quarter time, 9-11-65 to 10-6-66 goal kickers in that quarter. It was three goals for Kilcunder Bass, Dario with two of them. And then Dale Gawley with one. And for Daleston, all separate goal kickers, Jesse Orchard-Moore, Fraser West, Curtis Murphitt, and Lewis Armstrong. 
as we are just about ready to go for the fourth quarter. Brad Sinclair alongside me for all the action. Unbelievable, isn't it? One point game and it's right there like a lot of people. I had some people say to me, what are you doing? Game at match of the round. When Inverloch are playing Phillip Island, your match of the rounds, Darston and Killy Bass, well, we've been proven right. Yeah. The other one's out by about seven or eight goals, and this is an, a one-point game. And every chance now, they'll, they'll come in really confident now, the Magpies hitting the front at three-quarter time after trailing by six points at quarter time and five at half time. They're now a point in front, but McKenzie wins the crumb for the Panthers. Kick out towards the wing. Aldwell onto the left foot, goes inside 50. Beautifully taken there by G. Comes out, meets it, gives it off to ZJ. Comes out to Hallahan though. Mops up well. Feeds it out to Armstrong. Armstrong's tackled by McKenzie. So 30 seconds in, and this is the way they've started every quarter, the Panthers. Started by the first foray inside 50. So, half forward for the Panthers. Panthers, Gawley wins a tap. Oh, taken high was Bella ZJ by Duvet. So, Bella VJ, ZJ wins the free kick. Goes in towards McRae. Has the ball punched away from him. Feeds it out over the back. McKenzie drops it. Umpire says play on. In fact, that was Cartmel. Comes out to Duvet. There's a player on the outside in Armstrong. Just needs to get the bounce. He can't. Coming in was Clay, feeds it off. Waitman to McKenzie. McKenzie now inside 50. Had to sit Dario, just couldn't finish it off. Scott comes in, he overruns it. Aldwell cleans up onto the left foot. Flying shutter goal, misses to the left. It's all tied up. 9-11-66, Five more scoring shots for the Panthers, but inaccuracy continues to harm. 9-12-10-6 on your Alex Scott and Star scoreboard to tell you, sell your livestock or sell your home. From full back, the Magpies ran to play. Gawley dove for it, as did the big Ruckman and Clark took it away. Waitman in the frame now. Duvet over the top of it. And then mix and match as CJ emerging from the pack. Kicks wide. It's out in the full. Did everything right, but execute there. It was EJ. That was EJ, rather. So he's got the two. Dario's got four. So they've got six between them, the twins. So the Magpies. Two and a half gone. It's all tied up. Up the line. High ball looking for Clark. Scott comes in front of him. ZJ wins it, but he turns it over. Comes out towards Duvet and he takes the ball out over the boundary line. We'll have a boundary throw in right in front of the Darlston coach's box. Centre wing position. Going to be a cracking finish this one. Murphy comes out with it. He's tackled. Umpire says it was a sling tackle. And that was against Mitch Dave. In fact, it was against Lockie Burns. Murphy. Up the line. Oh, Ben Eddy backs back in front of Storr. Great take, a smother by Storr. Hallahan gives it off to his teammate in Bowes. Goes inside. 50, the quick finishing fast. Connell wins it. Goes towards Carew. Carew just needs to pick it up. Can't do so before the boundary line gets there. And 
About 30 around from the Magpies goal with a boundary throw in. Tied ball game, three and a half minutes into this last quarter. 10 6 to 9 12. The home side with 12 behinds in the ruck. Slapped down. Falling to ground was Braden Bowes. And a quick flying snap. A goal will give Dalston the lead. But it wasn't a major. So it's a one point lead for Dalston, which it was at three quarter time. Four minutes through now. Plenty of retrieval jobs over the, the boundary. Some fans saying to go long. But what does he do with it? And full back, Daniel Mock. A couple of mistakes today, but he knows when Gee. he has to handle it. Goalie's been given a free kick. Very touchy free kick. Goalie has it at half back. And he'll cast it over to the wing, closer to the inside for G. And is that a mark by McRae? It isn't. Umpire Peter Hogan thought it wasn't. He couldn't really see clearly in his fairness. Another ball up. Out of the ruck. And roving at ground level, Hallahan skipped the hand pass through. And clamouring at ground level now. On the floor is William Clark. Slow to bounce back up on his feet, but he now has it. Another ball up. Either Ruckman had a big piece of it. McKenzie missed his elected target, and Scott falling down at the wing, and the ball can't escape either. So it's ball up after ball up at the moment, Brad. And Magpies enjoy a point lead. Five and a half gone, last quarter. Clark wins the tap, and again, it's just going to be stoppage after stoppage until Peter Hogan gets hold of that whistle. He's paid a free kick. Duvet wins it for the Magpies. On the outer side of the ground. Looks to square it up towards between the middle and centre forward. Finds Storr with a nice kick. Storr now likes his left foot. Short kick. Nice. Finds Connell. Still inside the centre square. 70 from home. Goes around. Plays on. High ball. Comes to the front of the pack. Tapped out. High tackle. It was against Lockie Burns, and it's going to go to Cooper Smith, who I've really liked his game. He didn't have a... He had a shot at goal earlier, and I didn't like his approach at it. But he's going to kick from 40. In he comes. Cooper Smith. It's again, it's that slow walk-in, and it costs him distance, but it doesn't matter. Storr's taken the big mark right on the goal line. And this won't be a problem. He's right in front, right on the line. And this to take him to seven points. In he comes. Mason Storr. Not a problem. Wow. The big fella gets his first for the day. 11-7. 73 to 9 12. 66. Now, who saw this coming, eh? Unbelievable. Seven point leaders, the Magpies, 
after giving up the first three, they've kicked 11 to 6 since the midway of the first quarter. Seven points the lead. West Gippsland football on SEN for Harvey Norman on Thuggy for all your computer and electrical needs. Just about to resume play. 11 7 to 9 12. One goal one to the one behind this quarter in favour of the visiting side who trailed it by three goals in the opening six minutes of the first quarter, mind you. And they've clawed their way back. Orchard Moore up in the ruck for Daleston this time. Gawley had a bigger piece of the tap. Clay thrusted himself at the footy, digging it out. Orchard Moore was on the defensive side of things and he's penalised. It's holding the ball. Zajay injected into the midfield. Already making an impact and he looks for Dario over the top of his head. And a mark claimed by Ben Lewis. Or in fact, it's not a mark, is it? It's wait for the jurisdiction. He must have been touched must have been. somewhere along the journey. So nearly nine minutes in. Panthers need a goal here. Goalie tapped down. McKenzie engulfed by the tackle. They've got onto that tap of Goalies, the Magpies now, that goes behind. It's his go-to. It's his one wood. And Goalie just grabs it out of the ruck himself. Hand pass, miscued, but he makes amends, diving on top of it, using his brute strength and allowing Scott to rebound off of it. Waitman's kick is wide and it stayed in play. Zajay from a far distance out, <laughs> curls and just misses. Gee, Dale Gawley was good then. Mm. Six point margin in favour of Daleston. 11-7 to 9-13. Smith. Orchard Moore was identified but couldn't quite pluck the mark. Instead of Tallahan. Further down the line, Eddie comes in to take the mark. And he's airily present. Eddie looks towards centre half forward. Has Benson. McKenzie running past him. Ignores him. Goes inside the grid. Dario gets out over the back. Really well done. Oh, really well done by Jaden G. And it's gone through. Left foot snap around the body. And he gets his first for the day and ties it all up. 73 apiece. It's all thanks to Alex Scott and staff to sell your livestock or sell your home. Get in touch with them today. 10-13-73, Kilcunderbass, Dalston, 11-7-73, 10 and a half gone last quarter. We've got a nail-biter here at Kilcunder. 10-13-73, 11-7-73. West Gippsland football on SEN for Harvey Norman, one thaggy. Hot deals on a huge range, and it's a big, big time for anyone to step up now. It's a deadlock. Who can break it? McKenzie lopes after it. Gets the hand pass through to no one really in particular. And stalking at first, Alexander comes away. Brushed aside was Smith, and it's a push. It'll be a free kick the way of Cam McKenzie. Too far out to score. Has the J through the middle. Instead, he pokes it to the 50. Dario. 
Out of the shadows, nearly took a brilliant mark. Still around the pack. Alexander able to rinse it away, only for it to return. It's a wide entry and the mark well taken by Curtis Murphy for Dalston. Been very good today. He's taken that mark right underneath the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard. Murphy up the line, long ball. Bows at the back, couldn't take the mark. Comes out the back to McKenzie. Hurry, kick forward. The Magpies take the mark through Foon. So he's just taking his time. It's all level. 12 minutes gone, last quarter. Up the line again. Bose leads Eddie under the ball. Aldwood wins it. Feeds it back. They have a player in the middle in Taylor. Haven't seen much of him today. Robbie Taylor goes forward. Gets out over the back. West, quick handball as he's tackled by G. Feeds it back. Coming in hard was Taylor. Gives it to Scott. Feeds it off over the top. Dropped by Harris for the Magpies. He's wrapped up. We'll have a bounce down, centre half forward, 12 and a half gone, all tied up, 73 apiece. Flying up, Scott knocked it down in the way of Zajay. McRae released it before he was tackled. Great job in defence for the Magpies, out to the wing, goalie. Oh. Able to clutch it. He looks like the difference right now. He either wins it for him or they close him down a bit. And they can win the game. And now he'll endeavour to find another teammate forward. He puts it extremely wide in the 50. It was intended for Dario, who was a little behind where it initially landed. And Dario still attacking it. Neither side has possession. And the tackle completes the stoppage. We'll have a ball up. 13 and a half minutes through. Scores are still tied. 11-7, 10-13. And we'll have a boundary throw in as it just jigs over the line. 50 out from Kilcunder Bass's goal. So just watching Dale Gawley talking to the runner. So what he's doing is playing that kick behind. So as soon as the Magpies come out, Gawley's there all on his own and he intercept marks and brings it back in. I'd be getting one up on him. Get your centre half forward right Look. now. That's Braden Bowes. Get him up on him and get a one on two. Can't leave Gawley on his own like that. So Magpies have the ball. Half back flank out of side. That's Legione. Goes short. So they still have possession, but not making much ground. The Pies. They try with a high ball up towards half forward. Punch from behind. Gets to the front. Just gets the boot to it. But who's there? That's the one I'm talking about. Dale Gawley wins it at ground level. The kick carries over his teammate. Wallace wins it for the Pies. Has no one really to go to. Carew plays it smartly. Goes to ground. They dive on him. He drags it under. And Pies says, I'll ball that up. 50 around for the Magpie goal. Just keep an eye on Hayden Wallace. He was down for a substantial period of time and now he's on the bench. Would be a major loss for Daleston. Gawley. Scrambled one forward. Duvet. Putting it inside 50 for the Magpies. Murphy slung around in the tackle. Arriving first was Hallahan, who has a shot at goal and misses, but he gives Dalston the lead. Go, 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 go! 11 8 to 10 13. West Gippsland football and SEN for Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. For all your computer and electrical needs. Benjamin Eddy from fullback. 
We'll disperse it out to half-back. Big pack of players. Gawley speeding through, crashing down to ground. Remains ajar and over the line eventually. He's just telling everyone, isn't he, with his actions, follow me, boys, Dale Gawley. He's just telling them, follow me. Leading by real example as he'll do battle with Bowes on this boundary throw-in. He takes the back spot, feeds it forward to Oldwell, ducks in under the tackle, then he handballs it out, but Duvet wins it. Magpies will go inside with another entry. Gets out over the back. Oh, just dropped in the end by Wallace. Picked up by Carew. Snaps around the body and gets his fourth. Back in front by staff. Sell your livestock or sell your home. Get in touch with one of the 14 officers today. 12-8. 80 Daleston. 10-13-73. A kill come to Bass. Would be an upset. All right, an upset personified early in this season of West Gippsland football. Fairhaven Homes match of the round is proving to be an absolute nail biter. Back in the middle. Scott against Clark. Clark got it down. Duvet got it out. Wasn't 15 for men to play. And we'll have a ball up. Have they just missed that goal on the scoreboard, or was I wrong? That's 12-8. It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. So why does that always happen? In <laughs> dying stages of a close game, they go to sleep in the scoreboard. Duvet. Leaping hand pass. Dalston ominous again to full forward in defence. Got to maintain some composure and poise here. But crashing on through for Dalston is Mitchell Davey. And he's tackled. Love a baller. 30 out from the Magpies goal. A goal here would, wouldn't close curtains just yet, but would be seriously close to doing so. And at the moment, they're happy to tie it up in the contest. 18 minutes through this last quarter. Seven points the lead. Duvet bobbling around. Waitman. And now access for men to play. Backwards hand pass. And the boundary line looms again. Have another ball up. Time continues to dissolve for the home side. They trail it by seven points. West Gippsland football and SEN for Harvey Norman. One thaggy deals on a huge range. Getting very dark here now, Dell. Sure is. Comes back into play. Bowes goes for the big punch forward. McKenzie wins it. Feeds it off to Mott on the left foot. Does he keep it in play? High ball. Lewis backs back. Can't take it in front of Dario, and the ball beats everyone out over the line. We'll have a boundary throw in. So scoreboard still wrong over there, but I can tell you that it is eight, uh, seven points the difference. 12-8-80, Dalston to 10-13-73. Kilcunda Bass on 19 minutes, nearly into time on in this last quarter. Duvet, happy to find the boundary off that stoppage again. That's an understatement. <laughs> you certainly won't score from your half-back flank. And they're doing well. And whilst there's a big body like Hallahan around, he'll make it hard. And there is... Oh, Hallahan just won that at the back. He was away, would have gone inside 50. And the umpires pulled a free kick, and it's going to go to Dalston. And no advantage paid, Dylan. 
It'll be Clark. It will be Clark. 55 from goal. Centres it. Wallace through the fingertips. Eddie. And another whistle. Oh. Store to be given the free kick. This will put it to sleep if he kicks this. I know that's a big call. 20 minutes gone. We just clicked over into time on. And this will make it 13 points. Mason Store can say goodnight. He kicked the last one. So all the Kilcunder fans, when you need a spark, he will always be there to provide it. 20 and a half minutes through this last quarter. 35 metres out. Acute angle for Mason Store. What does he have in store for us now? Can he put an end on this one? You bet he can! Mason Store puts the dagger into the coffin of Kilcunder Bass 21 minutes through this last quarter. That takes him on to 13.886, Dalston. 10.13.73. 21 minutes gone. That's Killy Bass. And it's all thanks to Alex Scott and staff and our great friends, Harvey Norman Wanfaggy, for all your computer and electrical needs. And the scoreboard attendant is absolutely asleep. He's missed the last two goals and one behind. He still has a level score. And I can tell you, it's 13 points. Yeah, Might be a technical <laughs> error by the sounds of it as it's back in the middle. Clark wins the tap. McKenzie crumbs. He's tackled by the boy that's played really well all day, Curtis Murphy. And we'll start again in the middle. 22 minutes gone. 13 point lead. Duvet comes out of the middle, feeds it over to Carew. He gets it back in a 1 2. Duvet over the back to Wallace. Holds out his opponent, tries to take that one handed mark. Knocked forward by Taylor. Wallace goes in again. Goes low and hard. Wins it. Gives it back to his captain. Duvet. Left foot. And he finds Murphy. Not 15. Play on. Murphy. High ball. Can it be Storr again for his third for the quarter? Taking the mark. 10 metres out. Directly in front. And this should officially be the final call. 22 and a half minutes through. Well, he's been the difference in the end, hasn't he? This boy, three last quarter goals. He's on the Dennis Lilly. He's taken the mark 10 metres out, and he's up near the chalk. <laughs> Almost Ahmed Sard-like. 13-point lead for the visiting side. They have completely stunned all the home fans. Whenever you need a hero, just dial Mason Store. It's a 19-point lead for Dalston now. Fourteen eight ninety two, the Magpies ten thirteen seventy three. Twenty three minutes gone last quarter. Wow, what a comeback! They've kicked fourteen goals since midway through the first. To Killy Bass's seven. So they've doubled their score from midway through the first. What an amazing effort! 
We spoke about the improvement, but we weren't sure if it was going to be put in place yet. Cooley heaves it into the forward line. Flushed out of there by Dalston McKenzie. He's been very good. On the way back now, no time to waste. He tees it up to full forward. They'll have to watch as it bounces back into the field of play. And getting there first is Connell. He takes it further down the wing. And luckily for the Panthers, they've got players who are having their say. It'll rebound back towards Eddie at the wing. And Dalston are just fighting so hard. Good combat at ground level. Still alive in there. G withstood a couple and took the initiative to get them forward again. But that's a boundary throw in. And there's limited time remaining, probably about four or five minutes. Limited time, more than what you would uh, realise, my young friend, Dylan. <laughs> in it comes. Gawley, been super all day, particularly this last quarter. Just wins it and just won't give up. He's tackled, couldn't get it cleanly away. And ZJ goes in and... Umpire says, let's start again. Clark. He's given away a free kick here, I think, to Gawley. And he's in kicking distance. He's on the chalk. 50 out. On the right side for a left footer. And he is a beautiful kick. 25 minutes gone. 19 points in arrears, the Panthers. So that he needs to kick this. In he comes. Dale Gawley. Long left foot kick, but it's going to miss to the near side. 10, 14, 73, 14, 8, 92. Probably typifies their last quarter, you'd think, unfortunately, Brad. 25 and a half minutes through in this quarter. Has skedaddled along with some haste. But Daleston, they've kicked four goals to the Panthers. One, three from Mason Store. Eddie. Trying to dictate play for the moment, but he's in an arm wrestle with Burns. In fact, it was Davey laying the tackle out of bounds at centre wing on the boundary line. Boundary throw in, centre wing, opposite side of the broadcast. In the ruck, Gawley trying to fight for position over the line. It goes again. This plays into the Magpie's hands. Kerfoot just kicks it out over the boundary. Just stoppage after stoppage. That's all they want now. You lead by... 18 points. They've been inaccurate. The Panthers 10-14. That's hurt them. Gawley and a free kick. An infringement. It will be Dalston's ball. Braden Bowes. He's going to take his time. He'll take it in time. He'll Adds sell it. some candy on the way through before chiseling it to the wing. Effectively because... Cooper Smith knows he has to take time off the clock as well. Duvet Ooh. dropped Mark on the receiving end of it. Bit of panic, but nothing too severe. Duvet into the centre now. Gawley camped underneath. Oh, oh, Juggle oh. the mark well. Gee, they haven't lost because of him. He's been super. Intentions are clear here. Get it forward. And he does that. Dropped Mark by McRae. And there is the siren. Earlier than we expected. But Daleston have done what no one really thought they could do today. They've warded off the home crowd, and with a surge of momentum, they have taken this game by the scruff of the neck. It's 14-8-92.
to 10-13-73. Dalston, the visiting side victorious over the home side, 14-8-92 to 10-13-73. An extraordinary effort, Brad. It was an extraordinary effort, and not just of the players, uh, Dill. I think we've done quite well to get inside now. We've moved <laughs> the whole commentary box uh, into rooms here at Killy Bass, and I am of the understanding we will have Blake Carew mm -hmm. to have a chat with shortly, who uh, ended up with four. Yes, and it, um, it will be really interesting to have a chat with him because I don't know what part of the game, and that's the question I like to put to him, that he thought that they uh, had the game won. Yes. Because they were blown away at the start of the day mm -hmm. and they fought back in that quarter, in the first quarter, to get within six points. So quarter time, it was 4-1-25, Killy Bass, to 3-1-19, Dalston. They kept at it. They kept at it. They were only five points down at half time. At three-quarter time, they take a point lead and they win the game by 19 points. They did. They really, Incredible. They, they really lacerated all of Kilcunder's hopes in the last, really in the last quarter in itself. We did get the goal from Jaden G, but besides that, all of the the percentage of the ball was played in Dalston's front half. Entries from Goalie at the back end of it, but I think it was all all she wrote early when Mason Store turned up. Three last quarter goals. You're right, and 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 Dale Gorst. He looked like he was the one that was going to win the game for Kelly Bass, but no one went with him, as his, as in his teammates, I mean. He was the one that was saying, look, follow me, guys. This is what we've got to do. He was contest after contest. He was putting his body on the line, and he really, in the last eight, ten minutes, he had no mates. Yeah, he did not. We could see Blake Carew scurrying over alongside our own Sam Watson, who was victorious in their reserves game. So we're not too far off speaking to... Blake Carew kicked four goals. He kicked one in the first quarter, two in the second quarter, and then the last quarter goal to regain the lead for Daleston, all at critical points. Yeah, it'd be interesting uh, how... Well, I looked at the crowd around the huddle of the Dales, uh, the uh, Kelly Bass. They were devastated. They were absolutely devastated, as was our own Sam Watson. Yes. Um, they were absolutely devastated, and they, they would have had that penciled in for a win. And, and, and when I say that, the coach wouldn't, because they, coaches never do. But after Dalston going down by 88 points last week to Cooey up in that night game at home on mm -hmm. their own turf yep. to come out against a much-improved Killy Bass, who went, went down by 21 points to the Premiers yes. last week, um, to come out and put that effort on uh, the the ground today was uh, an absolute treat. And joining us, and we're, we're, speaking of treats, we've got a treat. Uh, just fantastic to join us. Four goals today, Blake Carew. Great effort. Hey, fellas. How are you? Oh, mate, we're, we're fantastic. But more importantly, how are you? I'm pretty sore. It's my first game of the year, but um, it's all worth it when you win, eh? Where'd it come from? Now, when I say that... I know that yous have improved and, and so forth. And we, we expected both sides. There's some one faggy players at both clubs and the coach here. And it was always going to be interesting. But the effort last... Oh, I don't know. Effort's not the right word, word. But your result last week, going down by 88 points and only kicking two goals on your home ground, mm. albeit wet weather, night footy. Cooey up managed 16, though. We thought, wow, maybe the improvement's not there. Were there injuries? Were players... How many come back in today from that side? 
Not a lot, mate. Um, I think we just got a hard lesson in, in how to work hard by Kui Rutt last week. Um, I was on the bench watching it, and, yeah, they just outworked us all night. To be to be beaten by that much in the rain was a real um, kick up the ass for us, and I think that showed, especially in the second half. Our midfielders just really worked and, and, and basically run, run over the top of them, which was really good to see. From midway through the first quarter, you kicked 14 goals to Killy Bass's seven. They kicked the three openers, and we thought, oh, no. What was going through your head at that stage? Um, well, again, it was a, a very similar trend to last week. They were right on top in the midfield, um, which was a really worrying sign, but um, I guess a real result from the boys to go, uh, absolutely not today. Um, we're we're going to push back hard, and credit to them. I'm really happy for them. Get to a point in front at three-quarter time. Game was close all day, six at quarter, five at half. Get to a point in front, enter Mason's stall. Yeah. Three last quarter goals. Yeah, it was great. He probably had a pretty quiet day, um, but far out, he, he, he pulled it out in that last quarter. I was um, I was behind him in the forward line. I'm like, mate, you've got to work hard, got to work hard, and he bloody did, it, um, and it paid off. It did. If you, if you work hard all day, yeah, the rewards will come. Now, we, we don't like to promulgate personal accolades too much, but four goals for yourself, you have to be proud of your effort. Two came in the second quarter to, to reel the lead back in for you. Yeah, it was, um, it was good to get on the end of a couple. I got a cheap one <laughs> from a really nice intercept um, by Braden, um, which really got me going, which was good. Um, look, I'm, I was pretty underdone today. Uh, I was happy to be out there and, and to get um, some scoreboard um, results for myself personally. Just good to contribute, really, um, and for our club too, just to be part of a win. Um, it's been a while. We had a tough year last year, and just to be a part of it, um, that's what I'm really, really stoked about. What was the uh, atmosphere like in the rooms directly after the game? Yeah, we were very happy. Um, we've got a lot of new guys, um, and we've really, really focused on on recruiting blokes that are really good people, um, some some leaders we really needed around the club, and they were the, they were the ones leading the cheer. So um, they've made a real impact, um, and hopefully it continues. Come- really, really good um, good environment to be in at the moment. Couple of plays. First one, Hayden Wallace. I was really impressed with his game. Yeah, um, wouldn't want to play on him one on one. He's a really strong kid. Um, he's going to be a very good player for a long time. Um, yeah, as the, the older he gets to, the more he'll play near the footy and you know more touches. He's just going to have such an impact on senior footy. Really good player. I know you're itching to get back in there, but there. But Coranbarra Bina next week. They've just gone down to Coraline by 51 points. Just for your information, yeah. how do you attack them? Um, well, it's, as, as we've seen from round one, we played a, a side that we thought we were going to be competitive against, um, and we weren't. And today was the same, and we were very competitive, so we're taking nothing for granted next week. Um, that's, a, that's a side that's going to be out there to play, um, and we've got to be ready to go. Another one I want to ask you about, Curtis Murphitt. Yep. Really liked him. We called him Dane Swan. Yeah. <laughs> Had that little look about it. He's All tackling. Yeah, but he's <laughs> tackling. Yeah. He he's, was unbelievable. He's just super competitive. Just a, an awesome person having your midfield because you know he's just going to try his heart out. Um, you know, he came to the club last year um, and, and that's what he brought. He just brought an absolute thirst for the contest. Um, and I'm glad for him, all the effort he's put in for our club, that you know, it's starting to look yeah. a bit better for him. Now, you've been around a long time, particularly at Tarleston, yep. uh, your whole time. Uh, I've got to ask, is there a message in now after the first fortnight of footy is there a message of there's too much between our best and our worst and we've got to get a level happy medium somewhere? Absolutely. Um, you know, that's what our focus was today is to just to come out and really give a good account of ourselves um, and you can see what we can do if we do that. So um, I guess it's a really good um, barometer for our boys to, um, to know what we have to do to play well. 
Um, so that's just what we have to do week in, week out. We've got to try and build on that young side. It's going to take time, but each week we've just got to take that gap a little bit less. Super effort today, mate. Blake, thanks for joining us today. A big win for the Dalston Magpies, who nice. run out 19-point winners on enemy territory. That was Blake Carew, who kicked four goals individually to get his side over the line. Mason Storr, the big X-factor in the last quarter for the Dalston Magpies. Three goals, his only three goals out of the four final goals. And that is that is it, Brad. The oh, Dalston what a game. Magpies. What a game. 14-8, 14-9, 93 to 10-14-74. 19-point winners on enemy turf. I copped a few text messages during the week. What are you doing covering that game? Well, I hope you listened. It was an absolute ripper of a game. It's great to work with you again today, Dylan. What a host. You're going to turn into a ripper. <laughs> Good stuff today, mate. Well done. No, always a privilege to be with the great Brad Sinclair. But that's Saturday afternoon football all wrapped up. The West Gippsland League, the Fairhaven Homes match of the round and SEN Gippsland footy all brought to you from by Harvey Norman on Thaggy. Thanks for joining us today. Next week we'll be at various outlets for the Allen Bank League and the West Gippsland League. But that's it for today. Dalston Magpies, 19-point winners at Kilcumber. Take it easy.